Yeah, and I'd never been in an open relationship, and I was very, I'd very traditional ideas about relationships, and I just wanted a girlfriend, and we'd be loyal to each other. Then I got with Chloe, and she was just this cool, kind of weird, kind of intense girl. And then I started getting together, and she said, I, I don't care what you do, by the way. You just go ahead and do it. Yeah, let me go, she said. Let me go, she said. Let me go, and I will want you more. Let me go, let me go. Man, done with Edinburgh. Done with the French Festival. Ari Shafir has left Scotland. He's now in London. Um, man, what a fun month. Oh my God, what a fun, fun month. People are like, it's grueling, huh? I don't think so. Maybe it's my 6.30 showtime. I, I fucking... I drank a lot. A lot. Before this festival, I had done Coke twice. Now I've done it five times. I got into some acid the last night, two nights before the end. Fucking separated from my group. Had a good time. Went to the oh, went to the um, the theater freaks bar where all the theater freaks hang out. Fucking acid it up. It was great. All the different costumes. Girls painted up like cats and shit. Flowers in their face. Yeah, theater freaks are fun to look at. And then, uh, and then I left at like five thirty. <coughs> walked through the park, through the meadows, and boom, kicked in hard. So I just walked around till about ten. Went up to another another hill in the back of the meadows, like way back where the observatory was. I had this joint in my pocket the whole time, right? This joint in my pocket. And I was like, oh, when I get up to that mountain. And I did. I got up. And it's time to light the joint. And somebody fucking took my lighter. I know who it is. He kept asking for it to light his fucking seven-eighths tobacco joint. These Europeans, guys, they, they smoke like poverty. All they do is all they do is smoke mostly tobacco and a little bit of weed. It's like almost like sprayed with weed for flavor. Can want a joint? Show me one. Show me one then. Oh, because you think you're from California, you smoke? Yes, that's right. Yes, yes. It's not a question. You know, I know because my joints are a 100% joint. It, it, you're addicted to tobacco. Why won't you just admit it? You're addicted to tobacco. It doesn't last longer. Just smoke a J and then smoke it. I don't want to get that high. All right, well then. That's fair, actually. Yeah, it's actually fair. You don't want to get that high, but you want to smoke. No, that's what one-hitters are for. Fucking animals. That's what one-hitters are for. Anyway, great time overall. Fucking wonderful trip. I just realized I'm going to not go on the road next year. So how am I going to go back to Edinburgh? What am I going to do? Maybe I'll just go with this not happening. 
Just do that. I want to do this other thing. Nah, I'll figure it out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ari Shaver's Skeptic Tank, episode 275. Okay, today I'm going to talk to my friend Phil Wang. He, this is in Scotland. We recorded this. Um, you know how I look at, like, uh, you know, different styles of life and, you know, I like to examine stuff. So Phil is in a, in a relationship. He's got his girlfriend, and, uh, and they're in an open relationship. And they have been for a few years. So I might have covered this before. I might not have. But I like to hear about different versions of these, like, alternate relationships alternate lifestyles and so uh phil uh you know came over to my flat in edinburgh we talked about it funny guy i saw his show his sketch show daphne they're funny they're le- they're legitimately funny i laughed hard a few times short sketches too real short in and out you guys uk people i mean it's not just comics it's like everybody they go hard on drugs they go hard. It's like every night. I mean, I know the Fringe Festival is like, you know, everybody finishes, so you're off till fucking 8.30 p.m. the next day, so why not do Coke till 5? I get it, but like, it's everybody. It's not just the comics. It's everybody there. Everyone on vacation from London, too, that is going to watch shows, they go hard on drugs. I had done coke twice before I went to this festival. Now I've done it five times. <sighs> it doesn't even do that much to me. It just keeps me up a little. It's like I only do it because of peer pressure. I do it. And it's not even peer pressure. It's just like, all right, well, I know I'm not going to sleep for the next three hours so I can do this. But also, like I'm already planning on not going to sleep, so it's fine. But also it's just easier than saying no. Also, eventually, you're just like, come on, let's do some coke. There's no point to it. Whatever. Sidetracking. This is all about open relationships. I, for one, enjoy them. I think there's this weird ownership situation that happens in relationships, and I don't think it's necessary. I don't think it's realistic or necessary. So it's cost me a lot of uh, girlfriends, you know, that aren't, aren't into it. And then part of me thinks, like, fucking grow up, all right, just get one girlfriend. But another part of me thinks, no, why? Why? Um, anyway, the French Festival was really good. Saw some really good shows. Had some great shows. Had some great shows. I hope you guys understood. The people who came, I hope you understood what I was trying to do. I was trying to show you guys in the UK what American comedy looks like. I think I got through to everybody. I think I was able to like tell you exactly what I'm doing and have people understand. Not one bad show. 25 for 25. A couple okay ones, but no bad ones. Not a single heckler. Anyway. Just all jokes. What's this theme stuff? Uh, anyway, you guys. Some quick dates and then we'll start. First of all, check out Phil Wang. If you can get a chance to see Daphne, I don't know how often they play, but for sure see him. Um... I've got London this Saturday at the Invisible Dot. There's still tickets left. Friday sold out, but Saturday still some tickets left. Get everything at alreadythegreat.com. Um, after that, I go straight from here to Oslo on the 5th. 
And then Reykjavik on the 7th. Let me see if I got all this right. Followed by Bergen, Norway on the 9th. Copenhagen on the 10th. Stockholm, Sweden on the 11th. And then I think starting the 14th or 15th. Tampa, Florida, and then Chicago. And I just added one date. This is the last one. This is the I'm done with September. I added one date. Denver on the 24th or 25th, whatever the Sunday is. Because they're celebrating the 35th anniversary of the Comedy Works. And I take my first CD there. I love that place. I've been there for a long time. So I want to join in the celebration. But for the people listening, you should know, it'll be almost... Let's assume all the same bits as you saw in January. It might be a little tighter, but the, for, for the most part, they're all exactly the same. So if you caught me when I was there, you know, don't worry about it. It's okay. You don't have to come because it's really, it's going to be real, real close. I'm tightening this stuff. My special, I'm tightening this stuff and I'm getting it like tighter. I'll oh, doing that hour every night was great. Um, but I will do all, you know, 80 minutes from the special 80 to 90 minutes from the special. Um, Oh, and the special got moved two weeks later. If you're in Austin or if you're going to Austin, oh, listen up. Tell anybody who's getting tickets for my special. I changed it. Oh, shit. Because my director, the guy who directs, uh, this is not happening. He couldn't do it that week. So he moved it from October 19th to the 22nd, and we moved it to November 2nd through the 5th. Uh, obviously, you know the 5th is Guy Fox Day. November 2nd through the 5th. So come to that in Austin. If you have tickets, hopefully they emailed you and told you uh, you can exchange them, use them that week, or you know, get your refund. Um, if you're going to get tickets to come from out of town, it's November 2nd through 5th. So yeah, in Austin, Texas. Austin's a fun town. Um, yeah, why not go from out of town, actually? Not if you've seen me already, but if you haven't seen me. November 2nd through the 5th, I'll be taping my special in Austin, Texas at Cap City Comedy Club. Tickets for everything available at AriTheGreat.com, where you can also find my Amazon link. And that's it. Um, so let's start. Let's start. And guys, try not to judge when you listen to this. Just Guys, Phil is very open. He doesn't try to hide anything. Anything you might say, you might want to get the idea of saying, oh, see, that's that's not done as well as my monogamous relationship. That might be true, but also listen for the stuff that is better. You know, get both sides of it. Ugh, whatever. Let's start. Ladies and gentlemen, Ari Shafir's Captain Tank, episode 275. Open with Phil Wang. Starts now. Oh, and what you're expecting from Wang. Oh, you already heard the teaser. Okay, whatever. Here we go. Oh, listen to this song. Try to get this song out of your head. Oh, it's a good one. I've been humming it over and over and over and over and over again. I couldn't get this podcast up for like a week. I couldn't. I was doing so much fucking booze and coke and acid. I couldn't get to the intro and then fucking equalizing the song. So I had this one song in my head for so long. You don't know. Your many toys, you don't own me. Don't say I can't go with other boys. Don't tell me 
Yeah, people yeah, come to America and they're like, "Oh, like just a pure blunt or whatever." Is that pure? That's what they said at Sloss's house for fucking fights. We were outside smoking, and I was like, "And then somebody's smoking." And he's like, "Wait, is this pure?" I'm like, "I wouldn't call Scottish weed pure, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, it's only weed." And he was like, "Oh no, Are you killed? Oh yeah, me? Are you yeah, yeah me? no, 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 no. That's that's a dick move here. You got, you got, you got. <laughs> I wasn't trying to lace anybody. I was just like, oh, obviously." So if, if you have one with tobacco, do you, does it just make you feel sick? Is it just gross? I guess you just don't have it because you don't smoke. Yeah, I don't. So I, once in a while, someone will only have that. It's like, all right, I'll have a couple hits, but I don't want to get addicted to tobacco. Yeah. That's the addictive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's probably right. Yeah. That, yeah, everyone I talk to, like, no, it just, it lasts longer that way. I'm like, just smoke a thinner joint and then smoke your two cigarettes. <laughs> right, right, right. I don't know, though. I've, yeah, I think I prefer, I prefer it with tobacco. It just yeah. kind of, it's kind of. your smoke. Th- yeah, well, that's right, because I'm addicted to tobacco. Sorry. Yeah. Saying, yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. I prefer it with steak. <laughs> that's, that's <what> I mean. <laughs> yeah, it's only a black thing in America. Right, that's so weird. What, so is it, what's it called, a spliff? Spliff, yeah. Right. And no, blunts no, no. are just with a tobacco wrapper, with a cigar wrapper. Oh, okay. But those I like. Those I can have. Those okay. will get you fucked. Well, the, the tobacco in the paper. Yeah, I think like the like if you open up a cheap cigar, like cut it down the middle, and then like slide all the tobacco out, mm. fill that up with weed, and then like re-roll it so it's a little thinner. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it. so those are the brown ones. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Or they just have tobacco rolling papers, like okay. just unrolled. You don't have to like break up a cigar. Yeah, exactly. Cigar. Yeah, same. That's what people normally do. Yeah, they just use the rolling tobacco and then sprinkle. Yeah, that's okay. Mm. I don't know why that's different. I guess it's the same shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much the same. Yeah. Oh, when we, we, we a couple few years ago me and some friends we were in a university sketch tour thing you and Joe probably would have totally railed on us <laughs> but um, we we were so we did like a tour of some sta- um, bits of the states the east coast really? yeah far, sketch troupe did a tour of the states? yeah well it was our uni group um, so it was so financed by 
that and we just it's amazing we did like ucb in new york oh and nice went up to with daphne no it's no, the, it was those guys were in as well but it's a larger part of um the cambridge footlights footlights yeah. oh yeah and so we went we got to go to we did yale yeah. um we went to harvard we didn't perform there we went to the harvard lampoon castle have you been to the Harvard Lampoon Castle? I didn't know they had a castle. They have a fucking castle in the middle of Harvard. Really? It's crazy. And they, they put on this banquet for us. And they give us this tour of the castle. Um, and there's just, they give you booze, just unlimited free-flowing booze. A whole really? Night. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, and they do that like every week if they want. They have so much money. They've got tons of money. The oh, people unbelievable. who came out of that are so successful. Yeah. I think Conan O'Brien just gives them a million bucks every yeah. week. We had a, there's a university where I went, University of Maryland, there's a business school, and they had a couple big names come out of there, like big business people, uh-huh. and the business school is beautiful, because all these donors, even the mid-level guys, you know, make like a couple million a year, they're like, yeah, sure, I'll give back. And then the sociology department's right next to it, and it's got like rats, and like, <laughs> like the most famous sociologist makes like 18 grand a year. <laughs> so funny. He's like, give me some gum, that's all I can donate. <laughs> Um, it, that's like a sociology experiment in flesh. It's the two buildings next to each other. <laughs> yeah. When we went to New Haven, I think we were in New. No, 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 uh, no, no, not not Connecticut. Sorry, Cam- uh, Cambridge. Oh, wait, it was New Haven. I can't freaking remember now. Oh no, no, it was. Um, oh, maybe Yale. I can't remember. It's all blur. Yeah. But but the guys there just have these. Um, uh, vaporizes the weed vapor for weed yeah it's just pure fucking yeah america's nonsense. a weed country yeah it's really not here no not really i wonder why it's so based in booze culture here it really is i think i think maybe it's a space i think because you guys have so much space i huh. think something like weed's a little more enjoyable you do you don't want to be closed up yeah but it's big in new york too Oh, is it? Although okay. booze is bigger in New York. Right, yeah, yeah. I think booze is a building-y kind of yeah. drug. <laughs> yeah. Booze and MD, you want to be in small places. Plus, you want to be able to walk right next door to another bar. If this one yeah. sucks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I lay everything spread out, so it's like you got to get in a cab. Like, weed, you can't be in an intense environment on, on weed, I, I guess. No, yeah. you just guys, you guys got to just build up your tolerances, uh-huh. and you can be anywhere you want. <laughs> it's just a mellow thing. It's not like, I'm going to die. But then we look at how much you guys drink, and we, we're like, what the hell? You laugh what? at how yeah, little oh, we yeah, drink. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're, again, you're much healthier. Keep in mind, though, your shots are such fucking pussy-nothing oh, yeah, yeah, shots. Yeah, that's great. Doug Stanhope has a bit where he's like, <laughs> the scientist pops up and has a little measuring <laughs> Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. When we were in the States, we were like, oh, they're just pouring from the bottle. Yeah. And sometimes they splash a little extra. We couldn't believe look to, at you. We he's, thought we'd have to pay extra for like, because he spilt a bit more. It's crazy. <laughs> Here, it's so I, I try to be like, no, no, keep going. Keep, overflow, overflow. Come on, come on. Overflow it a little bit. Please, please. <laughs> no yeah. way. It's crazy. I had, yeah. I had, uh, I got some Lagavulin from um, with Counting Horse. Some what? Counting House. Where Finn Taylor is. The Counting House, yeah. Yeah. Some, some whiskey, some scotch whiskey. And the guy spilled the glass, but some was left in there. And he was like, let me get it. I was like, please leave whatever's in. Please just leave whatever's in. Give me a little more than one, please. There's such exact pores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Well, I mean, I mean, I, mean, I, forget, I guess it makes sense if you're like having a single malt, like an expensive single malt. It's like, give me some. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, if you spill over, that's like another pound because some of this stuff is so expensive. But if something like a bit of Jack Daniels, who gives a shit? Yeah, exactly. Or grouse. Yeah, some like garbage grouse. shit. Like, just <laughs> yeah, yeah. give me the... Come on, man. Let me get drunk. Is this yeah, what you're famous for, being a prick? <laughs> you walk away. You're like, wait, wait. You forgot to put any in here. It was like, <laughs> you just you just coated the bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, double shots are the norm. Is it? Here. Any yeah. American comes I mean, just like double, obviously a double. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I guess you you guys are more into like having liquor because it's like a separate thing, right? You have your you have your beer shops and your liquor shops, and you you have to go to separate ones. Is that right? I don't know. Some there's some rules where some don't overlap, but some do. Oh, okay. Some All you right. can only do beer and wine. Some yeah. place, some bars, you can do beer, wine, and liquor. Okay. Okay. It's a separate license, but it's like whoever you have to like pay the right people. Mm. The government need the king needs his his tithe <laughs> tribute. Yeah, it's yeah. tribute. <laughs> I've been looking for that word for so long. It's one of my favorite tribute. words to use. Tribute. Yeah. It's such a powerful word. Yeah. Pay me tribute. This is comic in America who does that. I forgot. I forgot the word. I heard him say it like three or four years ago. Monroe Martin or Damien, I forget who it was, but he was talking about women. He's like, pay me tribute. <laughs> bring me things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those things annoy me. Those shots. And the way they're all already set onto the bottles, too. So they just like, it's almost like a, like a they just push it up. Oh, the little Yeah, that exact amount comes out mm. and fills up oh, again. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they've like a Pez dispenser. They've thought the stinginess through. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, it's only for another week. Yeah, yeah. I'm being very cool, but it is a thing where it's like I gotta have. I do it at a house party though. I don't have to have music. I'll do it at a house party. Right. Okay. You know. Well, like just a, like a line. I guess you just do a line there. That's pretty fun. I mean, you only do like the bombs. Wait, if, how do you do them? You do. Well, you can do. You the, snort it. You can. Oh, I've never snorted it. It depends. On how do you have it? Um. Either. When it was ecstasy, pill form, that's uh-huh. got speed in there. Yeah. Which I'm a fan of. Okay. Yeah, really? Yeah, if I'm going to be dancing took, and stuff, I like some speed in there. I took speed by accident. like, like Straight speed? I don't know what the hell it was. It was orange. I don't. I thought it was MD. Yeah. And um, I just took a whole lot of it. And I just lay awake in my bed all night oh. in Australia, <laughs> getting my girlfriend to uncomfortably send me sexy photos <laughs> and she she obliged but i could tell from her face she wasn't happy about him um and i just stayed awake until 10 a.m went downstairs got a coffee and then went up and just cra- uh, so horrible fucking horrible um, i once took ketamine by accident that was a bad experience what was that like oh horrible fucking horrible because my friend lined it up and he said he was md but he's a fucking idiot he did it on purpose no yeah, well he didn't know he didn't know no. he thought it was md because he okay. was all fucked up so i just took this huge thing of ketamine and your whole my whole body just shuts down you know and you, you feel just kind of trapped in this flesh shell and so my i couldn't lift my head and for some reason every i had to end every sentence by prolonging the last syllable Give so you know i'd be me. like what is this i'd have to prolong it. <laughs> and i was like to my friend ian ian where are you oh, and, and i had to whisper everything where are you and then I just sat on the toilet. I remember so I can still remember, I just sat on the toilet, just my head hanging, and just kept saying out loud to myself, "No, please, why, why, please, no." And I just got up and just fell on the sofa and crashed. And it was, oh, horrible! Really mm-hmm. ghastly. But apparently, I just didn't do it right. Apparently, if you do it right, you have to take it like bits, bit by bit by bit, and you end oh, up really? with this experience where, like, it, it feels like it lasts for days. And you're in this really happy place for days. Oh, really? Yeah, but I've never done it right, so I don't know. My friend did that with mushrooms, where he took uh, 10 grams. Uh-huh. Uh, two was plenty for a first time. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. this is the first time. Yeah. And he didn't know, and he was like, I don't like it. And I'm like, dude, that's like drinking a bottle of tequila and saying you don't like alcohol. Oh, yeah. Like, okay. You just did it wrong. <laughs> what happened to him? He I, just shut down. He shut down. I don't yeah. know. He's stuck in his place in Amsterdam trying to like get out of his, his hotel. Uh, just like 
every time he heard footsteps, he was like, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like not great. You really, that's one of those outdoor ones. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You yeah. need some space. So you've never taken, you're going to take him. In Amsterdam, yeah. Yeah. And because apparently it's, it's great to like walk around the canals. and. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be really cool. I, I might get hit by a fucking bike, but aside from that. Maybe a bike, maybe. Yeah, because it's silent. You don't hear them coming. Bikes are the silent killer. Like Teslas. <laughs> yeah. have you, have you, you know, have, do you watch out for Teslas now? Cause no, but they started to, because they heard about that concern, um, add um, sound to them. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, kind of. Yeah, like it just a like, car noise that hits. You know, you know what uh, uh, deer catchers are? You don't well, have, like the big grill in the front of the Oh, yeah. No, truck. it's not that. It's deer horns, I guess. It's something that it, it comes with the wind into your car. It's like this little attachment. Oh, yeah. And it makes a noise so the deer uh. can hear you coming. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, right, so right, something right. like that, but with electronic. You can like make it sound whatever you want. You can make it sound like a train coming because <laughs> it's electric yeah, or yeah, a cow, like a Tie Fighter. Yeah, sure, whatever you want, so people yeah. know you're coming, so they don't get hit. Yeah, I haven't been hit by one yet. It's weird when they shut off. When you they cr- shut off, when like- you cross the street, and you see them, and just like I can't even hear that car. Yeah, it's creepy. The cool, I want one so bad. Yeah, yeah. Are they being uh, fought against in the UK? Are no, by, com- by by who are they? Car companies, the other car companies. Um, no, no, not really. I guess it, no. There's been a noticeable backlash, but I, I, the, the infrastructure's not really there. There aren't really many charge points or anything uh, yet, so it's still not really pick, kicking off. Yeah, that's what they got to do. They, the the dealers in America, the car dealers, are trying to fight it. They're trying to lobby to not let it go because it put them out of business. Because oh, Tesla only sell from. Direct order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just tells what you want. We'll send you one. But it's not, wouldn't it be the oil companies? Wouldn't that, they'd be the big ones. Yeah, but the dealers are like, but you're going around us. Yeah, oil companies too. They yeah. killed the electric car in the first place. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but eventually people will be like, uh, there's internet now. Yeah, exactly. We, 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 like, we don't want to go to a dealer and fucking haggle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Anyone who tries to protect an industry that's irrelevant just because it puts people out of business. Yeah, it's tricky, isn't it? Like, ta- taxis and Uber, I find... I find it tricky because on the one hand, I totally understand. A taxi driver is a tradesman. Uh-huh. He's done the exams. He knows. And if I want to get somewhere fast, I'll, I'll get a taxi because they know. They know exactly get, how to get there. Especially in London. Mm-hmm. I mean, they know. They know, oh, don't streets. take this street. That's crazy. Yeah. But, the, I mean, but with Uber, it's just such an, a convenient service. Yeah. You basically you have replaced a man with a machine because the, the driver is just the conduit for the machine. Into your sort car. of, and eventually it will be just machine as soon as those. Well, uh, that's what Uber want to do. They're they're, they're yeah. in a race with Google for the self driving car because oh, really? they, they want to get rid of drivers altogether. They just want these machines driving and picking people up. Uh, the thing is, too, cab drivers were so bad that it's like you forced this with your right. shitty customer service. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, refusing to take credit card. Yeah, I had a guy tell me he's like, no, no credit card. I'm like, dude, this all I have. I only have four dollars on me. He goes, we'll drive to an ATM. I'm like, I'm already home. I'm not, yeah. dry, I'm not going out now. Yeah, just to just to make sure you get paid differently. Give me the th- fucking machine, man. I know you. I see you have it there. Oh, really? Well, you just wouldn't let you do it. No, no, because they pay a percentage or something. Uh, but it's just like, all right, and now they all take it. Now yeah. all the cabs like you can just do it. Yeah, because now yeah. Uber, well, this wouldn't compete at all. Yeah, I don't know. We don't have the cotton gin just because. Yeah, it's nostalgia versus progress. The internal battle. Yeah, I would love to see no cars, what but like. Mean? Like just, just like w- all no drivers I mean. oh no drivers yeah, yeah, yeah just get in you went to Thailand right mm. you ever been there no I've not been no. to Thailand no well there they have like ultimate Uber where it's just some guy in a moped like yeah I'll take you back give, well, me, just, give me 10 or whatever it is you know 50 baht I'll drive you over to your hotel okay there's no real like 
you don't have to take any tests or anything. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You just what like, does that say? get on. No. Do they have any sticker on them that says this? No, no, they're not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just like it's a guy in a I have a car. Do you want me to drive you? Give uh-huh. me, give me, you know, ten pounds and I'll fucking drive you. Yeah, yeah. it's just that. Oh right, yeah, yeah. That's you know, people total uh, free yeah. market. Yeah. I saw a girl who was pass out drunk, you know, mm. where they were trying to prop her up with her f- girlfriend who was less drunk. And they were trying to get the two of them on this back of a moped. And the one in the middle kept falling over. And they kept <laughs> having to like, like prop her back. Thailand. Yeah, yeah. They had to like put her arms, their dead arms over the driver. I mean, the, the amount of people get fucked up there oh, to yeah. get on mopeds in that traffic. How many people, how many white people get killed? I guess all the time. It must be. You never hear about it. They must get killed all the time. Did you hear about the thing in China where you're not supposed to touch somebody who gets hit by a car? No. Because if you go to help them, that is the legal uh, equivalent of you must have been responsible. Otherwise, you wouldn't have helped. Really? So now you're liable as someone who's responsible. Oh, my God. Yeah, they'll be like, well, if it wasn't you, then what were you doing there? Help. So everybody just goes hands off. That's such a Chinese thing. <laughs> yeah. That's such a Chinese thing. We, the, my, my mother, so my mother's English. Yeah. She tells a story of when she uh, moved over, married my dad in uh, Malaysia. And my dad's Malay Chinese. And they were going, so every year we go, a couple times a year we go to uh, my grandparents' grave yeah. um, to make offerings and clean it or whatever. And they were just walking over the big drain that separates the road from the graveyard. And there was just... There was just this guy in in the drain, just face down, his body just bobbing around. What? He's just face down in, in the drain, dead. Oh. He drowned. And my mum was like, oh my God. And my father's family's like, just uh, don't look at it. Just blah, 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 blah. keep going, keep going, going. There's nothing. It's just dead guy in the drain. Just keep going. Yeah, man. Oh. You just keep, everyone just keeps out of everyone's business. Just keep to yourself. That's don't, crazy. don't rock the boat. What city was that? Kota Kinabalu in Malaysia is where I grew up. Damn. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's what I want to talk to you about anyway. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I already told you about these open relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how long have you been in one? Um, three years. Oh, okay. Now. So this has worked. Perfect. This is like you're in it. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's now in this comfortable state. It's now hit a sort of steady state. It, it's had its tr- difficult, difficult, difficult points. So we got together like, so my girlfriend's name is Chloe. Yeah. We got together about three years ago. Um and i i'm i'm before that i was very naive i'm still naive but i was very naive romantically um because you were 22 i was 23 yeah 23 yeah um that makes sense though at that time yeah and i'd never been in an open relationship and i was very had very traditional ideas about relationships and i just wanted a girlfriend and we'd be loyal to each other then i got with chloe and she's this cool kind of weird kind of intense girl and then I um, started getting together, and she said, I, "I don't care what you do, by the way. You just go ahead and do it." She said that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Wait, how long into the, how long into it did she say that? Not like one date. No, like a week, like two oh. weeks, something. Off. Was it like hot and heavy right away? Um, no, it wasn't. Like the first date, we just went out for a drink, and I thought it hadn't gone very well, so I didn't text her back. And then over the weekend, I so I ended up playing it cool by accident. Yeah. And then over the, over the weekend, <laughs> all us nerds, yeah. the only chance we have is it was by accident. <laughs> and then also, after my phone the week- went dead. Fuck. Exactly. People were like, "Oh, he's so mysterious." <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm trying to affect that same nonchalance, but I'm I, I can't. So I have to just put my plane on airplane mode if I'm into a girl. I'm just <laughs> Punch him in the face. Like, is this working? Like, no, I don't know how to do it. I just thought you liked tiny. bad boys. Yeah. <laughs> So then she, yeah, she texted me over the weekend and we went for a second date. 
And then it wasn't until she came visit me in the Edinburgh Fringe of 2013 that we first hooked up, like, fully. Went all the way, you know. You mean, like, hold on, let me... So, yeah, so, like, penis in the... Penis and vagina. Penis and vagina okay, stuff. Cool. Yeah, I'm really into penis and vagina stuff. Yeah. Um, and somewhere in, in that time, she said, I don't care what you, what you do, we started, like... While she was here visiting the French. I think maybe after we started dating properly back in London. Okay. And like going on, on what you could, you could call dates and hanging out. I will say, there's this thing in all relationships, the talk. You guys have the talk in the UK? Um, I, I don't, I'm not as officially as I think maybe you guys do. Okay. Like, Where it's like you, you go on a few dates, a few more dates, a few more, and then it's like... What are we doing? What are Can we? I? Yeah, and you got to be like, hey, so I really like you. Right. Are we boyfriend, girlfriend? Are we... Right. Like, you don't have that? Well, we're so emotionally repressed here that <laughs> yeah it, we have to, we might get really really drunk together you have to synchronize the same level of drunkenness to have that level of candor um and oh. so if you if the two of you get that right level of drunk together then you have the chat um but then you forget it the next day so there's no point <laughs> um so how do you know when you're like in a in a, in a traditional i was gonna say normal let's say traditional relationship mm. how do you know when it's like your boyfriend girlfriend just enough time you assume I always thought if if we if we kiss that's it then we're not, you know you're a yeah. fucking dork. <laughs> <laughs> but like at school that's kind of how it was because it was very like um, yeah at you, school. it's very you, you know you, you this person is going out with this person you just say that oh Dave's going out with Ellen and that's they're going out so it's kind of actually up to other people when other people start saying <laughs> you're together they oh I guess we're together now yeah um, I, but because I moved over when I was uh, sixteen. And, um, Moved over what? From Malaysia to the UK. Oh, really? 16, yeah. So I grew up in Malaysia. Um, Why don't you have an accent? I do, kind of. I mean, this is, this is, so this is like the Malaysian accent. It's kind of like this. Oh. Um, but then so combined with the English accent, and I sort of had this sort of transatlantic, and watch, I grew up watching American television, so I, um, a lot of English people think I'm American. They say, which part of America are you from? Um, I, kind I of, guarantee you none of my listeners will think you're American. Well, exactly. Well, exactly. <laughs> yeah. I mean, in, 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 um, in America, they're like, oh my God, your, your accent. I love your accent. <laughs> yeah. Um, which is great. Um, and I, I was in Montreal, really hammed it up. To no avail, but um, <laughs> still. My friend Darren would do that. He's from Jamaica. Yeah. Whenever he's hitting on girls, he would like, normally he'd be like a slight accent. And then he goes like, you're bamba clock. <laughs> I'm like, oh my. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I, when I moved over, I had this very American idea of what dating was. Um, and then I asked a girl out in the UK, and she's like, I've never been on a date. And we were like 17, whatever. Um, yeah. And I was like, why you've never been on a date? Because people don't, they're too embarrassed to say, will you come out with me to do a thing? You just have to get pissed together, and, and then hook, hook up. up, and then that's it. And you marry, and you have kids. Dude, somebody told me that about London. They're like, if you actually just go over, I stayed in Shoreditch for a week, and I was like, I don't know how to meet a girl here. They're like, dude, just say hi. Because no one even goes up to anybody. Oh, yeah. I'd be like, hey, what's up? How are you? they be like, oh, my God, you're so forward. Well, that's the thing. But the tricky thing is you have to sound like you. If an uh, English person, if an English guy goes up and says, hi, he's like, get away, you creep. Why you? This oh, isn't, really? This isn't part of the rules. Oh. But if you're foreign, they go, oh, wow, this foreigner doesn't Where get it, from? but they're all forward. And yeah, so, I'm, <laughs> so I, might, I might actually try and sound more American um, if, I, <laughs> if I'm yeah. trying to hit on the- Hi, I'm Phil. I'm an American. Hi. I'm from Missouri or whatever. I just picked a place. <laughs> that's pretty close. Is it? Is that right? That's pretty, that's, that's pretty close. Uh, what I find is the more tired I am, the more American I get because an American oh. accent doesn't really, you can kind of relax a little more. Like, you know, there's not really, with an English accent, you have to, you know, if you hit your teeth and there's a lot of work going on in your mouth and, you know, but an American, you can, can just kind of lay back. Draw. Yeah. A little, yeah. yeah. Like uh, my, my, my teas are quite American. 
And I say I say record. The 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 other guys in my sketch group make fun of me for saying record instead of what um, rec- record. They say oh record. yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I say record record. That's so that's like I've burnt fifty calories saying, just saying that record record. It is a lot longer. So anyway, so you just end up like just you just start dating and then you just are. Yeah, You've yeah, kind of. Times and it's like you want to see a movie. Even that's like bit odd really yeah you just i mean i think i think it's changing now because of um i think everyone's kind of becoming i think millen- the millennial generation is becoming this sort of single rather unified culture because of the internet so yeah and 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 just shared cultural experiences across as at least english-speaking countries so i think um i think the uk uh, my generation has become a little more american and well just just more global so yeah we share everything so it doesn't matter if someone's saying something in leeds or in Missouri, yeah. you, you have the same access to it. Yeah, like exactly. In London, so we have the shared experience, and so I think people are now more into that. And Tinder and stuff is, and yes, people uh, are yeah. more into the idea of dating. Um, dating apps, yeah. I have this theory that we're gonna, there's gonna be no more accents in however long, you know, fifty or hundred years. Yeah, we're everyone's gonna, gonna be gonna beige, yeah, and talk like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So the dating thing is kind of was kind of fucked. Okay, yeah. so you're with this girl. You're with Chloe. Yeah. You've gone a few times. Or yeah. hooked up a few times. Yeah. But it, it, we kind of just fell into this very instant thing where we just were spending a lot of time with each other. Yeah. Uh, but I didn't really know what else she was doing on the side. And then we'd, I'd go to a party and she's like, oh, yeah, that's a girl I had sex with two weeks ago. And she'd just say it off the She cup. would say it like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just like, that's a girl, that's a girl I, I have sex so with. So how would that make you feel? <clears throat> well, um... Well, if it's with a girl, I don't, I don't feel so. It's bad. easier with a girl. It's way better because it's not really cheating. It's an affront unto Christ, but it's not <laughs> cheating. Um, I know this girl I met at I met at this music festival who's like I'm just like into, but like when she tells me she's like I'll go on Tinder and find, you know, a guy or, or, or find uh, marijuana in some strange city. I'll just go on Tinder and find it that way. And part of me goes like, oh, find marijuana on Tinder. You find someone a local yeah. who has weed. Oh, just on Tinder. Well, I mean, if I go to London, let's just say, and I don't have any, let's say I had no idea how to find weed. Yeah. Um, I could go on Tinder and then just be like, well, hey, what are you into? Find someone who smokes and no then way. get it that way. That's a great idea. Yeah, I wouldn't have thought of it either. But anyway, but then when they say like, yeah, you just get a girl, you're like, oh, then the, any whatever like small jealousy level just like drops. Yeah. Also, I guess, I guess just from um, a primitive point of view, you just don't, you don't have the threat. You don't feel the same threat. Yeah. What is that? What is that? Well, I mean, she can't impregnate her. Oh. I don't have to scoop her semen out of my girlfriend <laughs> with my... You know, that's, you know, that's why we have a, the head at the end of our penis, to scoop out the other guy's cum. Plungers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't have to do that if it's a girl, so I guess I don't feel the same um, worry. Yeah. You guys don't have, like, a mandingo complex there in What's that? the UK. That black men... Oh, have large penises? Yeah, but also they're going to like, like sort of like fuck your girl right. <laughs> and then you'll never be able to compete with this big mm, fucking... Well, there isn't um, an African-British culture like there is an African-American yeah. culture. Well, it, well, it's it, not it, as big. It's not as yeah. big. Uh, but I'm saying it bears out of that and then it comes to just any other man. Who's sorry? Like, there, it goes from that to just any man. Any like buff. Like if, I, if uh, who's the guy married to Posh Spice? David Beckham? Yeah, David Beckham, some beautiful rich man would right. fuck your, your woman. Yeah. Then it's like, oh, well, she won't like me anymore. He's better than me, either yeah. sexually or otherwise. 
So I saying, does that apply to me as a general? Yeah. Do they have that sort of concept of like, I mean, I guess they do the what? worry that they're going to like get done right. And then they won't have any need for you anymore. Yeah. I think that's a universal worry with any relationship yeah. though. But I, I've come to, I've got to a point now where I, I, I think I'm genuinely comfortable with the idea that if that does happen, then that's meant to happen. And it's the right thing that should happen. If, if, if she gets with, with some, I can't, I can't, I, it's, I've become a real freak. I can now get quite turned on if she's attracted to a guy. Really? Yeah, it's really weird. I think I'm that confident in our relationship that I just find it kind of hot. It's kind of really yeah. weird. I like, it, think, I like thinking about her having sex with other guys. I don't know why. You do? Yeah. I used to feel really weird about it, but now I just I kind of like the idea. I don't know what it is. Um, but, yeah. Look at this. I was in an open relationship, too, for about four years. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. How did you find it? Um, pretty great, but there were times where she would come home from another guy, and I was like, "Let's get in the shower together." Just like, let's like, I'm just turned on by the. Idea. You would say that you'd be like, "Let's get in the shower." Yeah, one time it was like, yeah, she no went to get in the shower, and then I went and followed her, and we just like did it in the shower. Also, even when you guys are like living in the same city, were you living together? Uh huh. And and the rules still applied. You could go go out and. Well, we had ru- well. Let's talk about rules. Sure. So I'm guessing your rule there is you can't bring other people back to your place. Right. Okay. Yeah. That's sort of pretty clear, clear rule. Yeah, where this has to be sort of a safe environment. Sure. Sure. That's nice. Because there is still that sort of jealousy of like, well, I know you've trusted this decision you made, but that's not who I would trust mm. to just be around my stuff. You right. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I brought on, on women no home back. That it's like. I will watch them and make sure they get to the door and not but, just like, I'll oh, see you later where it's like, uh, you might steal something from me. Yeah. yeah, yeah and that's yeah, just yeah. me. You know what <laughs> I mean? So now if I have a woman who doesn't get the benefit of getting to hook up with this girl, mm. only the negative of some fucking degenerate in my house, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, then it's yeah, like, yeah, that, yeah. that's almost not a fair. So do you, so one of the mistakes we made was not setting out clear rules. Did you do that in, at the beginning? We set up some, but then here's my thing. Once you set up rules, it almost feels like it's cheating if you don't go by the rules only because you set up it as a rule mm. and not because that's what you actually want, but just because like, well, that's what we said. Yeah. You know, if we said like, I don't know, nobody over six, five. Right. And then they had someone six, five and a half. It's like, well, you cheat. But it's like, I didn't yeah, really I care. Guess like, after a point, it starts to become sort of counterproductive. Like yeah, what's so, the point of, so you almost have to reading. revisit the rules. Yeah. And be like, yeah. hold on. Let's like, and I didn't do that, but like, let's think actually what really is important. What's really not. Yes, you know. Yes, I mean, well, ours we flip flop on 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 the rules so much. Like it started out, you know, if you get with someone, you have to tell me the next. You day. have to tell me. Okay. Then it we became like I don't want to hear about it. Oh. Then it became um, ask me permission. Then it became uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, I guess it's fine if the rules keep changing. You have to keep in, but I guess you just have to keep checking in. With each well, that's the thing. At some yeah, you have to keep checking in. Yeah. Because at some point, I could see that we're like ask me permission, and then at some point, you're like. Uh, you keep asking me, but I realize I don't. I don't want to know now. But you're stuck with because you said Nietzsche said this once. That it was like anytime you verbalize something, it becomes way stronger in your mind. Right. Yeah. Just the act of verbalizing, even it. though you didn't really believe it at the time. Though. Yeah. Or even like if you don't care for someone, if you're like eh, I don't like him, just saying that it's like oh now you're fucked. <laughs> uh, there's no way you can like get over this. It's gonna take years. Right. As opposed, to, it's just a passing feeling if you don't say it. Shit. Yeah. I've never really thought of that. Yeah, so when you do say those things, and it's like you sort of have to stick to them instead yeah, of going, set in stone. you know what, that was just that week. I was mm. feeling a little weird. Um, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to ask permission. I trust you. Yeah. So what? So how did you go from one rule to another? Well, it was just... Um, 
I don't know. Well, I, so like she'd say, um, I didn't, I don't just go ahead. I don't hear about it. Cause I was talking about texting a girl once. Yeah. And then she to started yeah, to Chloe and then she started looking upset and I was like, what's wrong? And she, and she said, I just, I don't hear about it. You do what you do, but I don't hear about it. And then she went and got, she was started um, hanging out with this other comedian, which was I should have said. No, oh, no see, that's a, to yeah, me. That's, that's like a. It's really gonna. Fuck but with it's me. it's a, well, it was that weird thing where he's a relatively well known comedian, pretty well known comedian, but I don't know him personally. If I knew him personally, I'd be like, no, that's my pal. Oh. You can't. But I didn't really know him. So it's and, like in the scene, but not really in your scene. Yeah, he's like, and he's also like level up a, a bit. <sighs> you know, it? I can't. I'm not gonna say. Can you? I pause I this and you tell me. Um. Um, I'll, maybe maybe after I'll, I'll tell okay. you but I can't, I can't say I just can't say okay. um, <laughs> yeah. sorry listeners <laughs> I didn't think but, you would uh, I was ready to pause it anyway as <laughs> it was like as soon as he says no then I'll try to pause and hear it <laughs> yeah um, but um, but then, then, then but she said I'm gonna hang out with him I, we won't we won't have we, we won't have sex though and I was like okay cool she said we won't have sex I though. think she said we. I, won't, I, I don't think I'll have sex with him or something like that just something to sort of ease my Mind, and then we met up again like a few weeks later, and she said, said, "Yeah, I had sex with him four times." Oh, and then, and then, which really hit, that hit me like a fucking truck. Um, because now every time his name comes up in conversation, which it does, you start, yeah. And if I see him, and you know, and he's doing well, it's like I've come to terms with it now. But even any time I see someone doing something similar to what he does, I feel a little really, yeah. So that really that kind of sucked. So then, what happened was, um. Uh, I met. We both actually met this um, girl in Edinburgh last year, um, and we kind of got on. And then I kept seeing her, this new girl in London. And then comedian. No, she's not. Um, but she's Actress. she's like a friend of a friend of Chloe's. Okay. And oh. and then we started hanging out. And when Chloe texted me asking what I was up to, I'd say oh, I'm just with a friend. But I was getting with this girl, which is kind of like cheating. Yeah, kind of. But when you thing, have to like obfuscate the truth. Well, this is a thing. Looking back on it, I think I did that by intention because I wanted to get back at her for what she did to me. So I, if I'd gone, I'm seeing this girl tonight, she probably would have been like, oh, kind of cool. And I think I knew that. But I wanted to hurt her. I wanted to. So then I let it, then I sort of leaked to her that I'd done this. And then she got upset. And I actually, I felt kind of good about it, which is kind of wow. weird. And that, Dude, I, relationships are weird, man. Yeah. All but, relationships are weird. This back and forth, and it's like it's just it's just two monkeys in suits trying to do their best, yeah. <laughs> trying to juggle everything. Yeah, um, but I think I've come to terms with that now. And like, so this fringe, I had sex with a, another girl the night before Chloe came to vi- visit. The night before, yeah, yeah. And then I picked Chloe up from the train station, got on a taxi, and I just told her there, and mm. she was like, "Oh, great, cool, nice." So there was no like you couldn't wait one more day no, till I got here. No, not at all. No, she's just like because she, you're comfortable. And she, and she's like, w- when can I meet her? She wants to meet her and stuff, because she thinks she's cool. So, 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 uh, yeah, the one that in the scene is always tough. That's where I was like, come on, I was like, don't, hook, don't hook up with my comedian friends. Yeah, I think that that's a pretty clear. Now, do you think that is? I try to like when I was doing this, I was trying to like be realistic with myself and be like unemotional and be like, okay, let's put aside what I'm feeling and be like, is this fair? I'll try to like reverse the roles and be like, would would I expect her to be upset if I'd done similar, or am I just being a fucking monkey? Wait, wait, and, so, and can so, I get over this? 
What, 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 when, when are you asking like, yourself this? At, at all moments. It's like if, uh, if, if it's like, I want to hook up with a comedian. You yeah. don't know him. He's a fucking London comic. But, you know, let's she just says say. this. No, yeah, let's just, okay, for yeah. instance, I don't know the London scene, especially back then. Yeah. You know? And I would be like, oh, no. I, that doesn't feel right. I would have to stop then a day later or something like that. We're not right, right in the motion, right in front of her. And be like, now, hold on. Is that something I can't get over? Or is that just something that will be difficult to get over? Right, yeah. You know? Like, I know a lot of guys, you probably do too, who go, well, I can never do that. Yeah, open yeah, relationship. yeah. I can never have my girl hooking up with somebody else. Yeah. And you, I want to tell them, like, yes, you could. Yeah. You just have to do it, and then you could. I think I was lucky in that um, she's bisexual, that's, and that's kind of like an easy way mm-hmm. in. If she, was, if she was just getting with other guys, I think I would find that much harder. Yeah. Um, now I'm at the point where if she gets with another guy, you know, I don't. It's not as it's, it's a little harder, but I can get over it. As long as she's safe, I don't be. Do you have that rule? What rule? Condoms. Um, Con- condom. How do you say it? Con- condoms. 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 <laughs> I like the way British people say those. Condoms. Is that how you say condoms? Condom, yeah. Condoms. Condoms. <laughs> condoms sounds so unsexy. Condoms. <laughs> when a girl goes, get a condom. I'm like, first of all, disappointing. Second of all, very cute the way you say it. <laughs> um, well, I, I really hate them, so I don't. You don't use them. No. And so she's okay with that. Or she's yeah. like, be well, smart. I, I, well, no, she, well, she once said, um, if they are as skanky as me or skankier, wear a condom. Anyone less skanky than me, you're, you're right. Dude, this guy, uh, Mike, uh, at the comedy store in LA, he hooked up with some girl and went, took her back to the hotel next door mm. um, where she was staying and had sex. They met that night, had sex that night. Mm. And I was like, Connor goes, no. I'm like, Mike, that's the type of person you should wear a condom with. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The type of person who just meets you like, oh, and an hour later you're fucking. Like, they're not safe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Shit. Oh, God, gross. Yeah. I'm- Unless you go on like a, 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 a two-hour journey for condoms you can't find them, then it's like, all right, well, she's been trying. That Maybe she is safe. But like, yeah, there's certain types where you're like, yeah, I should have done it with that one. Oh, yeah. Make a judgment call. But I don't, I think I don't even ask Goes like that back. If a girl has an int- instant interest in me, I'm like, you're crazy. <laughs> I think that's more to do with my self esteem than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. My thing is, I, I don't want to get a disease. Oh, yeah. So, like, thing is preg- I'll be smart for me. My thing is pregnancy. That's the, that's one the worst thing. disease. That, it's a bad, it's bad one. It's Uncurable. Bad one. Or quickly um, curable, not cur- then not curable at all. Yeah. The actual diseases I hardly ever think of. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I feel like it's not as big a problem. In my generation, especially my the millennials are actually. Sexually far less active than previous generations. So there's really, yeah, really, yeah, 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 quite, by quite a, quite a bit, I think. Um, so there's probably less stuff going around. Oh, and I've always kept pretty healthy, and I, you know, get tracked and stuff. You just pull out. Um, for a while, that's what we did because um, my gal was off the um, pill. She had a she had a coil for a bit. Now she's on the pill. Coil. Well, yeah. Um. But yeah. No, I mean with other girls. Uh, you know what? I, I Did you just blast away inside other girls. <laughs> <laughs> Are you crazy? <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I do, I do, I do, I do. Um, I, 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 I do pull out. Oh, if, okay. if, they, if they don't have a thing, then I, yeah, I do. But um, <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ! All right, you ask like, what's your but story? But you know what? For me, intercourse is actually quite a rare thing for me to actually want to do. Really? Yeah, I, I have to. I have. It makes me sound quite. I don't know what, but I, I have to really be into someone like intellectually as, as well as physically in order to, to, to do that. To get it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think you're, you are running some risks and the risk have to be worth it. 
Yeah. So when you break a rule with Chloe, uh-huh. or when she breaks a rule, uh-huh. how do you handle it? Or like, give me some examples of how you have, if you have. We just kind of talk it through. Like when I when I did this, <coughs> when I had this sort of fling with this girl about telling her, we just kind of talked it through. Yeah. And I had to give her all the details of what happened, how many times we did it and everything. and uh, All the details. Yeah. I want to hear everything. It's kind of like, yeah, you know when like a father catches his son with a cigarette and says, smoke the whole pack? Yeah. Kind of like that. You know? <laughs> Go through the whole thing, unhear everything. Um, and then we probably lay down some new rules, and then we make up, and then we move on. Um, I guess you decide, it's like, well, do I no longer want to be with you? I'm mad, but do I no longer want to be with you, or do I still want to be with you and, and yeah. be mad? And you know what? Each time something like that happens, we end up stronger together because you work through something yeah and we realize this is strong enough to take this on and then i guess next time we see is it strong enough to take this on and we just kind of push a relationship to breaking point and it just gets stronger each time uh-huh. i mean like the when we first started getting together i realize now if we weren't in an open relationship i, I would have broken up with her like why two months she was so mean to me she used to be really horrible to me when we got together, and that, that's what I like. I, I get, re- I'm really attracted to women who are just really mean, like mean dark haired ladies. I, I, yeah, I you got a love problem, them. huh? Oh, I l- the, if mean dark haired ladies. Oh yeah, mean yeah. brunettes. I fucking love mean brunettes. <laughs> if you're blonde and nice, I'll give you time of day, but I'm not like whatever. But I like a mean brunette. Oh, if she's like, if she's hard to to get attention, I'll get the attention of or to get with or to talk. Oh, I love yeah. that. So I was really attracted to that, but she just took it to the next. Limit, she say super really mean. means super mean Three. to the point where I was like, for your own sense of self-respect, you have to leave this girl. But I think it's because I didn't feel restricted in that relationship. But I felt like I could I could keep trying, and eventually we have this. And now we have this really strong relationship with each other. People ask me or asked me when I was doing it. It's been a while since I've been. No, I've been in a relationship since then. Um, yeah, I've been in a few open relationships, I guess. But w- women especially will ask. Like, um, aren't you afraid of falling in love with somebody else? Mm. And, uh, or that she'll fall in love with somebody else. And I go, well, that just happens in normal relationships. Exactly. That just, you just, you start dating your secretary and then you leave your wife over it. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's worse. What does this have? I've said it's even better because in those classic relationships, you know, you start to have these feelings for a coworker and you're like, okay, we got, we got to do it. And then you like hook up maybe. Or, and then you leave your wife. You have to yeah. leave her, you know, for this person. And then four months later, you realize, oh, that was just a hot and heavy new thing. Yeah. And it, it doesn't it doesn't last as you're living together with them. And it's like, I wish I hadn't dumped the wife. But you have to. You, yeah. ha- you did. Stuck, yeah. yeah. But if it's an open thing, you're like, well, I can explore this. Mm. It's fun for three weeks. It's fun for a month. Then it becomes less fun. And then I'm done with it. And I haven't given up the thing I have. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Exactly. I just... It- I can't. I don't think I can go back to a traditional relationship now. I just you don't think so. I feel like I can see through the matrix now, and I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't plug back in. But I think for me, the real challenge would be how to have a family with it. I don't What's know how that'll work. Because, well, I think we'll probably end up n- just by necessity of having to look after children. Not you know, we'll have to. Sure, we'll sex drive will go down. down. Yeah, and just just get busier, but. But then it's also almost becomes more important. Like I'm taking care of this kid all the time. We got or t- two kids, let's say, mm. and we're fucking working, coming home, and it's like, I need a fucking sex vacation. <laughs> you know what I mean? I need once every two months to just get out there and get laid. Yeah. Sleep out and then come back and be like refreshed. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. But do you go on the road? 
Well, because the UK is so small, mm-hmm. we don't go on the road like you guys do. We can we can go to the like a, a town that's considered very far away and get back to London in the same night. Take the train right back. We drive. You know, I've right. done York in one night. That's a four hour drive each way. That's considered real, really that's far. That's pretty far. And so they don't like put you up in a hotel if you go to York from London? Mm, it depends on the promoter, but very, very few people right. will. Um, I mean, the, the, York, the guy who runs York gets really cool. He'll actually put you up in his house, but... Uh, well, you can't bring uh, yeah. back to some guy's house. Yeah. Um... But no, we, we don't have the touring uh, culture like you guys do. We don't have the space for it. But like, I just did um, a small tour of uh, Asia. I did Hong Kong, uh, Singapore, Kuala Lumpur, and Penang. Okay. Um, and so there, like, I got on Tinder and just like talked talked to locals. And then it was great in Hong Kong. I met this girl, and she just took me out, showed me a couple of places. We didn't hook up because she had a friend with her, and it got a bit weird. But um, but I but I felt because of the relationship, I felt completely free to do that. And just and I got to see a side of Hong Kong I never would have seen if I hadn't. Because it's tough to do did. that with a guy. It's tough to just with a dude, not a gay dude. I'm just saying, like a guy. But you know, like, yeah, that you'd met, and it's yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. I want to take his place. And it's like I, I don't know, <laughs> you know. Like you and I have known each other now for I guess a little over a year. Uh huh. We would be getting to the place where we could be like, "Hey, let's hang out for a fucking two days together." Yeah, yeah, yeah. alone. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but but like you would need the possibility the, of sex. Exactly, yeah, yeah, that's to, weird. To be able to it? do that, to have a good friendly relationship, you need yeah that overhanging. Yeah, that maybe sword of Damocles of sex. <laughs> yeah, sort of Damocles of sex. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> sort of dick. Yeah. Sort of Dickocles. I'm, I don't know. Dick yeah. of sex. Whatever. Um, yeah, and that was really cool. And you just get to chat to sort of people. And never even hooked up, never even kissed or anything? Me. With the, the Hong Kong girl? No, it didn't didn't really work out. Just because, yeah, she came to the show with a friend and then we went to like a cool little jazz club. And then, I, 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 I'm very hard at sealing. I'm very, I'm very bad at like sealing the deal at the end of it. Yeah. I never, especially if there's like, she's got a friend with her. And I don't, I don't know. I don't want to make anyone feel uncomfortable. So Yeah. If it's any consolation to you, uh, Eddie Van Halen. Uh, oh no, Diamond David Lee Roth. From the band Van Halen. Oh yeah, uh, he's had sex with hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, of women, mm-hmm. and he said the only thing he's never figured out is how to get rid of the friend. Right? Really? Yeah. 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 So that's um, if there's a friend there, I'm done. Yeah, it's like, uh, and all, honestly, at this point, they bring a friend because they don't want to hook up. Right. If they want to, they tell the friend like, "Hey, beat it. I'm good now." Yeah, but I mean, is it the but especially when traveling around? There's so many cultural differences. You don't know what's acceptable sure. in the UK, what's acceptable in Hong Kong. Um, sure. So yeah, it's just hard. It's just hard. I, a friend, a friend told me this recently. She's an American girl actually. She's a comic here. Um, Lauren O'Brien, do you know her? I've never met she's her. From, she's from Georgia originally, but she's now uh, based in London. Yeah. She does really funny sort of stand up and character stuff, and she, and she has this friend who I've been trying to hook up with for like two years yeah. and I just stress and stress <laughs> I'm pathetic and she just told me one day she said look if two people are gonna fuck they're gonna fuck and I just I, I found that really helpful like just, just stop worrying about it and I thought and when I think about it all the best relationships all the best hookups I've ever had they've never come difficult they've always come easy right nothing I've ever strained and yearned for has been like good I mean relationship wise yes but um, like getting with someone it, it, the best ones just kind of happen naturally because you both naturally like each other yeah and you just do it and so I've stopped sort of trying to stress and strain over everything it's tough, tough, tough sometimes so you really want to hook up with this girl and yeah. you can tell she wants to hook up with you and you just got to do it in the right situation you just can't get the right situation down yeah anyway here's what I was going to say about the road so right. you go on the road 
you're like apart from your woman for a while. And it's almost like this doesn't affect her in any way. Mm-hmm. I'm gone regardless. Yeah. It just feels like, I don't know, let me, let me fucking relax, do something or not do something. Yeah. Come back to you refreshed, maybe some new moves. <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And just like, because, okay, let's say you were in a traditional relationship with Chloe. Uh-huh. You go to Hong Kong, you met some girl. Yeah. I guess you wouldn't have met her on Tinder. But let's say you ran into that girl. She's like, hey, I'd like to take you to some sites after a show. Yeah. Let's say she'd just been to the show. And then you go, uh, you seem cool, but I, I, I shouldn't do this because I'm with somebody right now. To me, I would start to resent the person I'm with for not letting me have this fun experience. Right. And yeah. it didn't even end up being sex. Yeah. Just the possibility of it. To have yeah. to say no to something that probably won't turn out. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Is like, fuck, why are you holding me back? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you just it's, it's it's just quite repressive. You just end up bottling everything and then you yeah. take it out you take it out on your partner. Yeah. And you start to resent the partner for the time you're the youth especially when you're young, you know, and we're in we're in our twenties still. Yeah. And it seems that we're an absolute waste if you're not still sort of getting to know people and experimenting and figuring out what we like and who we like and how we interact with people and um, getting all these new perspectives. And exactly as you say, the pursuit of sex often doesn't lead to sex, but it leads to so much other cool stuff. Yeah. Like just getting to know each other and talk to other people and meet new people. Like a good friend. I don't know. Just, just anything. Right. Just, yeah, get into a, oh, I found some cool bar. Yeah, yeah. It was awesome. No, I didn't end up hooking up with that girl, but man, uh, next time I'm in this place, I'm definitely going to go yeah, to that exactly. bar. It was so cool. Or you just make a whole new group of friends. There's that too. The power of the power of the chase takes men incredible distances. <laughs> yeah, yeah, empires have been built. Who else would it? get inside a horse? <laughs> you know, <laughs> exactly. <yeah. laughs> um, what do your uh, what do your friends say about it? Um, not that much actually. They they they're they're a little curious. They don't really ask that much about it. I've um, do you know the comedian Brett Goldstein? Nope, sounds like one of mine. No. Yeah, yeah, definitely one of yours, um, which is rare in the UK. Really? Um, yeah. Not a lot of Jewish comics? No, 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 no really mm. not many, um, surprisingly. Yeah. Uh, they just aren't as many banking. Jewish people. And, um, but, uh, he's, in London? Huh? In London? Jewish people. Yeah. I guess in sort of North London. They're, they're oh, because of the war, they got kind of wiped out of the, of the continent. No, well, I, think, I think UK actually gave, gave refuge to a lot of them. Um, Oh yeah, they never got to London. Because the UK was safe. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so so he's he's a comic. He's always he's he's really interested in in romance and relationships, and so he's like always asking me about it. And, but uh, but most people just kind of get on with their thing. I think more and more people are doing it. Like, I was talking to a friend of mine. It does become more normalized. Yeah, I was talking huh? to a friend of mine yesterday who's also in one. He's been in one for like two years. Who's that? Um, comic? a guy called Alex McKeith. He's 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 a really young guy. He's coming out of. Um, just recently come out of uni and so yeah. sketch stuff and acting. Pete Johansson. Yeah, yeah. He does he, it. Yeah. I don't know I don't know Pete that well, but I've met him a couple of times. Yeah, he does it. It does seem more normalized. But but this guy I talked to Alex last yeah. night, he's been with this girl for four years and they've only been open for two. I don't know how that They happened. moved into an open relationship. Yeah, wow. That, yeah, to that, me that seems impossible. Yeah, that I don't know how they do that. Because then you're gonna have major jealousy. Yeah. Or but it also then what what does that say about your relationship if you've been together and then you've gone we need to open this up is that is that a bad thing is oh, that saying yeah okay people say what does that say about your relationship without actually going well let's think about it what does it say yeah women is, maybe not maybe just the ones I talk to like what that well that means like no what what does it mean it means you guys want to both experience fun things mm. and both realize like hey we should actually explore more to this 
It shouldn't just be fucking we're done now. Yeah, but I mean, you can't help but feel... It doesn't say you're in a bad relationship. No. No. But there is... There is an accusation of, of restriction, I suppose, and that, that can be taken. Restriction. Like, of oh, that the relationship is restricting. I guess if they come out to it mutually and say... But it is. It is restricting. And like, oh, so let's not end this. Right, right. We yeah, realize yeah. all relationships are restricting. Yeah. But I think it's a good thing. It's definitely, I, but I don't know. I, I feel like that would be harder than going yeah, straight would be harder. in with one. I had a friend ask me about it once when I was in that first relationship I was in. Mm. He was like, so how do you do I was like, and I was like, oh, it's too late for you, man. You're already, you've already been with your girl for like three years. Yeah. There's no way either one of you can accept. Well, maybe it's easier, maybe. I'm just, I'm just thinking now. Maybe it's easier. Because, I mean, the jealous period is for the first couple of years, right? Maybe yeah. once, if you've been together exclusively and you're, you end up comfortable with each other, maybe then it's easier. If you're, really, if you're closer and you're more honest with each other, maybe, maybe that's actually better. Yeah. Yeah, then you're already like comfortable with each other. We're like, yeah, and you so I'm not going anywhere. You're not yeah, going anywhere, yeah, right? We're yeah. all cool. Yeah, so maybe that is easier. I, don't I think know. a lot of it's just that. Just like, you won't leave me for someone else. Yeah. And then once you do get, nah, she ain't going to leave me. Then it's yeah. like, yeah, do whatever you want. Yeah. I had a girlfriend that I don't care. I don't like dancing. Right, okay. And then she did. She liked dancing. So it could be like, I guess you won't be dancing while we're dating. <laughs> Right, or it's like yeah, go dancing, go with your girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. If some guys ask you to dance, fuck yeah, of course, go dance. And that was like a a, a, a monogamous relationship. And I didn't, I didn't not trust her. Mm-hmm. I, w- I was sure she would. That's just how come much home to you me. hate dancing. I think that's just how much you hate dancing. Yeah, maybe you'll you'll <laughs> take the risk of some other guy. Like, yeah, but some fucking bro dude Italian guy. He's like, you ain't dancing with some fucking dude <laughs> putting their hands on your side. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, oh, that's just overly jealous for no reason. Yeah, it's just a matter of like. I don't know, scale of, of how, what you can take. Mm-hmm. But they just said no. It's like, but they're coming home to you, so who gives a shit? Yeah, yeah. And they'll, be, they'll come home happy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> they're feeling like they've done what they wanted to do. Do you find Chloe is nicer to you after she's hooked up with somebody or not as nice or well, no difference? <clears throat> sorry. Well, she's actually recently got like a sort of girlfriend. Really? Um, she met out in the Outer Hebrides. She's been working in like islands, like the remote islands of Scotland. She met this um, girl there, and they started hooking up. And she told me, she told me pretty much the next day. Although I had to weed it, weed it, weasel out of it. She saw hinted at it, and then I had to ask, "Did you have sex with her?" And she's like, "Yeah." Which is fine, I don't care. Met a girl, and you know, we just hung out. Like, what do you mean, just hung out? Well, no. it, well, so she, how, how did she say it? It's like, oh, I met this really cool girl last night. I just drove her home. And then I was like, okay, what? So, so you, you had sex? And he's like, yeah. Like, whatever, it doesn't matter. Because people, it, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, I think it's just that's kind of teasing and cute. That's now, now it's just cute. Um, but like, they's like, they send, they're sending each other like gifts in the mail now. And she's coming over, the, her new girlfriend's coming over to visit her in the town where she works and lives now. But I don't know, I think I'm okay with that. Because if it makes her happy, she's spending time with me, she's happier with, when she's with me. It's kind of like having a bestie. I guess. Well, for like she's my bestie. No. Oh, her. Oh, right. It's kind of like if your girl found a girl she really likes and hangs out with. Yeah. Like if she wasn't bisexual and she told you about this girl, and they're spending all their time together and they're going to these music festivals, it's really cool hanging out with her. I'm so glad I made a friend. Yeah, exactly. You know, you, yeah. there'd be no jealousy, right? You know what? <clears throat> I think actually, <clears throat> I would be jealous. I do. <clears throat> I do sometimes get jealous of her friends spending time with her. I don't know, but um, hmm. how come? Because uh, she has like really cool friends. Oh, you know, friends like 
they know like good music you know and they hang yeah. out together and they have house parties you know uh, <laughs> and they have like a, they make a little fire in the garden uh, um, you know, and they just like they just kind of lay around and like yeah um, so I, I get a little intimidated by them sometimes uh, but if she's just met a girl that she really likes and and I can tell that Chloe's been really great for this other girl as well whom you know it's not being it's not easy being like gay or queer or whatever out in these islands yeah. so the fact that they found each other and were there for each other I think is really great um, and if she, that means she's happy when she comes and sees me and I'm happy to talk about this other girl with her then that's great I think it's really good but again like I said, if this was a guy I think it'd be much harder I don't know if I'd be able to if they were sending each she other gifts she had a full send, boyfriend yeah that's yeah. you know so how do you deal with the jealousy when you get it I meditate I meditate a lot yeah meditation helps so explain what the process of that is. You talk, you talk it over in your head. You don't. You actually try and you do, you try and you just you listen to the thought and you just and then you let it go, and you just concentrate on your breath and all the stuff that stays the same. You, you just concentrate on the constants, focus on all that, and then the um, and then the unimportant thoughts just go away, and you you're left with what's important, and and that's not important, I guess. At the end of the day, the jealousy. It's just a feeling. You realize it's just a feeling. It's just a feeling. Yeah. Um. And then just seeing her happy makes it easier. And also the knowledge that if, if she does find someone better, then she should be with them. Do you ever get jealous over a friend hanging out with another friend? Uh, just separate from her, like friends. No, you. Yeah. Do you ever get jealous of a guy friend hanging out with another guy friend? Mm, I think I do. Really? Well, sometimes if I see two guy friends hanging out together and I was invited. Yeah. Yeah. I might get along. Why? Yeah. Come on. But but not so cool. You guys <laughs> yeah. went to a football game together. Yeah, that sort of thing. Mm. But then I can also be like, I can totally understand why they'd assume I wouldn't be into that. Right. Um, but not really. I'm not a very good friend. I'm a re- I'm a really bad friend to most people. So really? I kind of think I deserve what I get. <laughs> I'm just very disloyal, and um, I don't care. I <laughs> just <laughs> I'm a really bad friend. All right. So so keep your distance. I will break your heart. <laughs> Fair enough. So that you meditate. Do you talk it over with her? They're like, I'm feeling a little bit jealous. Yeah, so we, when, when she got with the comedian, we had this really sort of uncomfortable... Is it Jamoin? <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Can you imagine? <laughs> that's such a funny one to go to. You know. I think that's the funniest possible comedian you could have gone to. <laughs> he does real well, too. So it's like... <laughs> Jim Wine would be listening right now going, why would there be so out of the realm of possibility that someone fuck me? Uh, I just like imagining his face as they do. (laughs) (laughs) Can you keep keep guessing like throughout the next few minutes? Just just throw in another guess. In my head, I had some real guesses and I'm like, "Ah, that's silly, but I was like, oh, Jim Wine's a good guess. But now I'm worried you'll get it right and then I don't know how I'm going to style that out. Dude, I called my friend on something once that he was dating my other friend's ex. Yeah. And um, so like so like you're dating uh, uh, Joe's ex, let's say, mm-hmm. but you didn't really you didn't know that I knew about it. Oh yeah. And so then, uh, oh no, that was that's not how it is. Yeah. So Joe would ask me whatever it is. Your friend is dating somebody. So I was like, Hey, is Jeff still dating that girl? I just sprung it on him, my friend, mm. and he just goes, What? It's like he didn't have time to lie or prepare a lie. <laughs> yeah, 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 you know, yeah. it's out of the blue. It's the best. I'm a shitty liar. Are you a good liar? Can you lie? Pretty good. Yeah, I'm fucking yeah. terrible. I'm so bad at it. I yeah. hate lying. I'm really bad at it. Really, I kind of like it, especially when there's no stakes. Mm. Just to just to convince people, I don't like tomatoes. 
<laughs> yeah, like yeah, anything. Yeah. But like to cover your ass over something serious. Oh, sure, can I can you do lie. that? I've been doing that since I was fourth grade. Really? Yeah. When you're a bad student. You got a good poker face though. I think you're, you've got a very calm face. I'm good at compartmentalizing. Yeah. So I really just imagine this other thing as I'm in my own place. Well, that's very meditative. So you're just you're, you're just observing yeah. the situation. Yeah, from the outside, yeah, yeah, that's good. That's great. I'm I'm envious of that. It's got me out of a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. With police too. Police. Whenever I have drugs on me and I have to like act like I don't, I'm pretty good what at it. What do they find them? I have been found before. Once ended up customs in Australia. Oh shit! That's not a good was one. Fucking going after my bag. You try to fly stuff into Australia. I didn't think about it. <laughs> Yeah, man. But yeah, I get so panicky about when I get an airport. I'm like, oh my god, I've got. I, I never do. I'm like, because yeah. I don't really do much at all. But I'm like, this is the one time, isn't it? This is the one time I have it. I take stuff with me, but I was landing in Shanghai. I was I went through my bag like ten times. I was like, what am I missing here? What am I missing? Because I need it for the plane. It's too long a flight. Uh huh. But when uh-huh. I landed, I'm like, I'm not taking any of this in. Like, double check every pocket, yeah, and then whatever yeah. I find, either throw it in the trash oh, can or eat it. Um, yeah, and then yeah. now let's go. But by the way, Shanghai would have been so easy to smuggle shit into. Oh, yeah, it's pretty There's lax. no process. Look at the customs. Yeah, no dogs, barely any guards. Yeah. I guess just the threat of death is enough. Dogs are quite rare outside of the States, I think. We don't, like, the airports. I don't know. The, the, London, London, hey, London through, has right? bunch, London yeah. has a bunch, yeah, because it's, it's so busy. I threw something out. I got flown there once for some, like, shoot for Viacom, just like The Kingsman. Remember that movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Were we you did, in that? No, no, I wasn't uh, in it, but they asked a few people to, like, come do, like, spy training school and make, like, a short video. Sure. So, all right, I'll That's go with cool. you. And so the producer was on the plane we were getting off i met him there as we were getting off he's like oh hi i'm so and so i was like cool and we talked about marijuana he goes you're not bringing anything in are you i'm like no and i was he goes because we're shooting tomorrow and i can't have you like don't like (laughs) and i was like yeah okay man and then i fucking fucking i went and threw it out (laughs) before i went through the customs oh shit okay okay could have made it through though and it was fine it's fine Yeah. yeah but it's always the one time you chance it that yeah you know yeah so anyway what were we talking about with this? Uh, um, honesty, um, lying. Well, this is tricky because Chloe is a very good liar and I'm a terrible liar. So oh, really? I'm, I'm never entirely sure. Oh, about guessing who the guy is. Can I press pause and, and, and guess? Can I give you three guesses? Okay, can I have three guesses? Uh, I'll pause it. So if, if, you, if, you, yeah, if you get it right, you can't tell anyone. Oh, no, I won't okay, tell anyone. Okay, okay. Oh, I'm good at keeping secrets. Okay, okay, sure. We've got, a, we've got a week. We've, we've got a week uh, to figure it out. Damn it. We've got a week to figure it out. That's the thing about Judaism. They say, uh, it's going again. They say it's um, all the stereotypes about cheap and stuff. Yeah. And I don't agree with that, but we're nosy. <laughs> <laughs> we need to know gossip. We yeah, need yeah, to yeah. know it. For it's, sure. You have, a, you have a strong sense of community. That's all that is. Right? Jews. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's just, it's just, about, having, it's just about having a tight community. That's all yeah. gossip's about. Yeah. Um. Um, all right, I've got some question for you. Okay, how jealous does she get? Um, you know, I, I, <clears throat> the thing is, when I tell her about something, I can. She does a weird face that I don't see her do any other time than mm. when I tell her I've caught with someone. She'll do this kind of slightly shocked face, like she's been caught off guard, and then she'll say, "Oh yeah, cool," and it doesn't sound completely right. But then she talks more and more about it, and she becomes cooler and cooler with it. Wow! But she always gets caught a little. I love that. Just a little nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really addictive. But I think I'd probably do the same thing too. We, we just like, you, you weren't prepared for this conversation today. And so you just have to kind of reset. reset. It's almost like you got to tell somebody like, or almost over email or text like, hey, I hooked up with somebody. I'd like to talk to you about it. Uh, I'm in the other room. 
come in when you're ready to hear about it or right. something like that right so you know i mean to give them a prepare. chance it's almost like to catch them off guard completely is not fair. you don't get your bearings again yeah that's true you know yeah um there's this movie i forget what it, one of those david byrne who's a filmmaker david something lynch burned. no something burned and he he got a part in uh saving private ryan but he was like a filmmaker from Eli America. roth no no irish i think byrne was his last name oh i don't know anyway so he made a bunch of movies about the Boston experience and just like the generates. And one of them was like he left town to make some of himself, came back to his town as a failure. Mm. You know, three years later, left a girl there, um, some hot actress, I forget her name. And anyway, so now she's like, he's like trying to get back with her. But this is the movie. Yeah. <clears throat> she's giving him a hard time. She's making him work for it. Yeah. And in the meantime, he's like, oh, I still want you. But like, you know, it's been four or five years, whatever it is, three years. But he showed up at the bar with another girl. Because this girl's the one he likes is saying no, so it's been a yeah. month, you know, it's on a day. And so now she's like with her friends talking and she's smiling, laughing, and they look up over her shoulder and sees the guy with a girl. So they're like, oh shit. Mm. And she turns around. It's a super close up. I don't know if I've ever seen a better acting. And she's got this smile. She's like, what, what are you guys looking at with the smile? Sees it. And the smile just goes down like a quarter of an inch. Yeah. And then right back up. And she's like, no, 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 come, smile. Yeah, Make no, sure to smile. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's very much it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, you can see the moment she's Chloe's trying to, you know, she's thinking about it, and then decides how she feels about it. Yeah, that's really interesting to see because I very hardly ever sort of catch her off guard. And I think, and then when she tells me, you know, she looks at me and I make up my mind. She maintains eye contact though. I have to look away. Really? She's like you. She actually said this about you. What? Um, that you're very good at eye contact. I just met her once. Yeah, yeah, but she, yeah, but oh. she she gets a good read on people. I think she, and she said, um, um, well, she said, yeah, I'm sure he looks like he takes a lot of mushrooms because he's he makes good, <laughs> makes he makes good eye contact. Dude, I'm so excited for you to take mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna be looking at everyone in the eye. With Chloe, you're gonna take them. Yeah, yeah, perfect. yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. You guys are so good together at this point. Oh yeah, I mean every time. You have to do it with someone you really know and like. Oh yeah, every every time I've done drugs with someone who doesn't know how to do it, it's not been good. Yeah, oh yeah and she's done it yeah even yeah let's chill out um can i just tell you this before you do them yeah the, the couple things to know but the, yeah sorry yeah. nothing bad ever happens to anyone on mushrooms okay that's only movie shit because i'm always scared with hallucinogenics i'm, I'm scared i'm just like gonna peel my own skin off you're not going to okay that just doesn't happen uh so like that's just movie stuff. Okay, good. You don't jump off buildings. And you shit don't like jump that. off buildings. Okay, especially with mushrooms. With acid, maybe a little more. You lose where you are. Yeah. But with mushrooms, you're always you. It's just like. But there's loads. Oh, of that the, building is going like it's like swimming a little. The patterns, but, but you still little, know it's a building. Right. Okay. Okay. So you don't lose all sense of danger. Mm-hmm. Or anything. Yeah, I look both ways before I cross the street. So there's yeah. no like I'm on a river and I can wade across this river. Well, this actually, is a, a highway. This is the crazy thing. You couldn't say that about alcohol, could you? No, you can't. If you have a bunch of shots you're gonna fall in the river and die yeah that's very possible it's cra- it's ridiculous yeah. it's everything's so fucked up you so know nothing you know, bad happens everybody and um and it will be over in five or six hours so like when it's done that's when five or six hours passed and two grams did you say two grams two milligrams I don't know two, grams, two grams okay two grams okay it's a good but there, there are loads of different types right yeah there's loads of different types maybe if you want to go three if you want to heavy it's like because um, i guess what's cool about amsterdam is like you can just go up and say i want a mellow one i want a fun one i want yeah it's crazy about yeah 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 what, what the penis envy ones are my favorite the what penis envy what's that They're called penis envy it's a strain they look a little like penises okay it doesn't make you envious of other guys dicks no no okay, okay. but i don't know why they call them envy instead of just penis something and what kind of ride is that it's a lot like it's laced with 
uh, MD. Really? Yeah. Okay. I, feel, I mean, you love everything. I would I would text my friend and tell him I'm so sorry about his dad dying. I never <laughs> expressed it correctly to him. Right. No way. Things like that. I would text another guy. I text this guy Chris Fairbanks, and was like, "Hey, man, your delivery style is amazing. I've never told you properly. No, I really yeah. like the way you, you like, mean it. Make you do inten- mean it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. make intentional for mistakes, and then like materials derived from those mistakes that you've made. I, I don't see that much. It's 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 a cool technique. And do they appreciate it, or are they like, "Oh, you're hot. sort of." And sometimes, like my friend Joe Rogan, will be like, "What were you on yesterday?" And he texts me back. He knows me by now, you know. But other people, it just feels real. And I would also tell you this: just don't bring your cell phone with you. So I don't do all that kind of shit. Yeah. Right. right. And also, just so you're present. And also, it takes you away from it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Same know? thing that happens with MD. Like I was on my phone, close. Like just take your phone away. Just, take it. Just turn it off. Yeah, yeah. But somebody's gonna text you. You don't need it. There's nothing you need. Even if you get lost, you don't need it. That's yeah. part of the trip. Yeah, yeah. yeah bring yeah. a coat. Does it keep you awake? Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you'll be awake for the six hours you're on it, and oh, then you'll shit, be worn okay. out. And also at the very end, at the very, very end, like when you're both like done and going to sleep, um, jerk off or have sex. Is it good? <laughs> oh, it feels so good. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It doesn't kill your boner like MD. I- I've never tried to do it on an actual trip. Some people have. Oh, like on the come I mean, like after you've come down. And there's also this like three hours of coming down where it feels great and then you just feel with good feelings no more hallucinations and it's also waves up down up down mm. up down higher up down lower and is this just you take it just once at the top or do you, you re-up the, you can re-up you can have the rest of the bag and keep going but that blast off is the first one so okay. anyone who's like take a little and you can take a little more you're not gonna get through the, the atmosphere oh okay, okay. you really gotta blast off and then you can keep it going sure okay sure 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 that thing's gotta hit you like what the fuck here we are uh huh and um and just breathe. If you start to get nauseous, just tilt your head back and breathe. Uh-huh. Get some fresh air. If you barf, it won't matter. But you probably won't barf. Sure. Great. But if you do, you'll still be tripping. Unless okay. you barf as you're eating them. Just a <laughs> taste or something. Minute, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then you're like, you got to lick that up, man. Oh, <laughs> you got to get those mushrooms but, out of there. But at least it looks pretty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm so excited for you. First time doing I'm mushrooms. Excited. That's great. <laughs> uh, all right. Let's get back to this. Yeah. I still have some more. So do you have threesomes with her? Does she we, ever do that? We've had one. Thanks, man. Yeah. We high five there. Listen, yeah. um, it was really cool. I, I again, I was on, <clears throat> I was on MD like the first was one of the first times I had MD. Did you have sex on MD, man? Not very well, and that's Not what it well. kind of yeah. killed my dick um, pretty quickly. But um, but it made me really appreciate just the, like the the beauty of the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, that was really nice. That was cool. Um, and also the chase for that is really exciting. Chase for threesome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you do it? She found somebody? Well, no, it's, just, um, it's a mutual friend of ours who we'd like spent some time with, and then she noticed she was kind of into... Chloe noticed this girl kind of into her, and then, I, and then I hooked up with this girl oh, <clears throat> on my own. She was into Chloe, and you hooked up with her. And then I like hooked up perfect. with her on my own, and then I told Chloe the next day. And then, and then classic, she, Chloe did that look where she's like, oh, wow, wow, wow what did you do? What, what happened? And I told her what 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 we did together, and she's like, "Oh yeah, cool, cool, cool." And then, and we decided we made this plan that we we're going to try and do it. And then, so I asked this other girl, "Hey, you want me for a drink?" And she said, "Yeah, cool." And then I said, "Oh yeah, Chloe's coming, by the way." And she's like, "Oh, great, cool." And then so we sat down, had like whiskey together, and like, "Yeah, we've got some whiskey back at the flat. You want to head back there?" <laughs> <laughs> so we headed back there. Yeah. Um, I think I think because Chloe done it before. Did what before? Uh, threesomes. Yeah. 
And so she kind of led the whole thing and sort of coached me through it. It's, it's pretty cool. Wow. Yeah, it was really great. Have you ever have you ever done it? Once. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Thanks. We just high five. <laughs> yeah, once. And Somebody I, was like hooked it up. Was that with? Did you do it with your girlfriend? No, a girl that I know who actually is in an open relationship with her boyfriend. At the time. Yeah, and so we. Uh, we hook up sometimes and she's always like can't come over to my place and it's like cool I have no desire to go all the way to fucking deep Brooklyn yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah far great. away absolutely come all the way, always come over here so she was in a relationship you hooked up you planned with her to have threesomes yeah I hooked up with her a few times yeah. and then she brought up threesomes or something yeah. and I was like yeah I never have she said what I'm like yeah she said, well do you want me to I'm like yeah that'd be great so she found some girl she hooks up with okay she's like what, what about my friend showed her pictures of me but yeah. with me, it was like, she was like, so we went out to a bar, we met, all tried to become normalized a little bit, and then went back to my flat, mm-hmm. <laughs> my apartment, uh-huh. and, uh, and then she was like, my, the girl I knew, she was like, wait out here for a little while. Mm. And then they went hooked up for a little bit, and I just kind of sat on the couch, it was like, cool. Ah, nice. And yeah. then uh, after a little bit, it was like, all right, come in. Oh, great. That's fantastic. Yeah. And so this other girl, did you... Did you- were you like on trial for her for a bit when you met up? Did you have to like charm your way, like get her? To, like, no, she knew she was coming to do a threesome. Really? So she like whoever you were. It, it wasn't been... romantic. It wasn't like yeah. But even even then, you, you need to be. She needed to be into you, right? Right, right. So I had to say hi and like whatever. Yeah. But it wasn't like I was trying to win her over. Okay. I was a little nervous. I mean, even meeting for in the sure. bar was like I know this is what I'm going to do here. Well, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's, yeah. It was tough to be normal. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That sounds great though. That's so you went back to your place, had some whiskey, and then. Well, who, again, who a terrible, a terrible choice. For oh yeah, oh yeah. That's why this is so much better, man. Weed oh, is we, so much like great. come back and let's smoke some pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Weed, weed's my go-to now. Yeah. So you can come back and smoke some weed. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and so then, yeah. So you're drinking, and then who makes the first move there? S- or do you and Chloe start making out? No, no. Sh- Chloe made the first move on her. Oh. Um, when and you then, were in the bathroom or something? No, no, no. I was you? there. Oh man, I'd, I've never told anyone about this. Yeah, this is, this stays between the two of us. Right? Us two and Jamoin are the only ones. <laughs> no, <about> it, no. <laughs> um. Well, no. She. Well, no. This. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah. She just sort of starts kissing, kissing on, on her, and yeah. then she sort of gives me a look like go on then, and then so I start making out with this other girl, and then. Wait, who who gave you the look? Go on then, <laughs> Chloe. <laughs> get in there on the other side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, did you have to get up out of your chair and get no we all sat on the sofa together you know Um, and we just like taking MD and listening to cool music and so just kind of set the scene nicely for it Wow. and then I was like shall we go to the bedroom because my sister might come home (laughs) soon because I live with my sisters in the flat do you really yeah me and two sisters yeah two and two sisters Mm. fucking Asians (laughs) you're so fucking family oriented yeah no, no pun. No pun. I did not mean. <laughs> Oriental is not that not as bad here. Oh, but mainly because we need the. I find we need the word here because you for you guys Asians are East Asian Asian. means you. Yeah, but here and Asians means Indian and Pakistan. That's one of those things they have to do on stage. I'm like these Asians and people are like, what do you mean? You're, you're not. That's not how they are. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Yes, they are. What? And then it's like, oh, we're talking about two different things. Yeah, yeah. So I have to say East Asian. Okay. Or Oriental, but some people don't like Oriental. That's one of those words that we're like, we want a word too, and it's like it's chink. <laughs> and we stop saying it. So you don't have any other words. <laughs> We're not dropping end bombs at you. We've stopped saying that. That's it. Oriental. And then you look up in the dictionary and it's like things of or people of the Orient. 
Mm. I, th- I think some of the offence comes from the fact that the Orient isn't actually the Far East. The Orient is sort of the, uh, closer to the Middle East. So, oh, really? And so I think I think there's some offence taken from the confusion between those two areas. Oh. But I'm not, I'm not entirely sure. Like an Oriental rug is an Af- is an Afghan rug, you know? Oh, really? I think so. Or like Persian. That that's of Oriental. That's the Orient. Oh. But then some, for some people, the no, Orient is Persian China. rugs are a different thing. Yeah, I, I always thought it was just China-based and then well, I mean, yeah. greater China. I'm not entirely sure. I, I have this theory that y- you know how um, black people have repurposed uh, the word nigger in the way the Chinese people haven't repurposed chink and yeah. Indians haven't repurposed paki. Ching, that's what they need. Well, that's it. That's I, think some, it I, think, I think all it is is the K sound. Yeah. It's too hard. It's too harsh. Yeah. It is, it's not... I don't think it's even to do with the history of it. It's just the aesthetic of the word. It's just too harsh. Yeah. It just sounds... Because Filipino flip used to be a bad, but now they're like, flip is cool. And the Jewish one, the Jewish... Uh, Kike? Yeah, it's just... Man, nobody just really says that. Oh, is that not, not not too bad? It's bad, but nobody's... Oh, that's well, Exactly, bad yeah. So yeah, people don't say it. Because it yeah. But if it, was, if it was Geig, I think they'd say it. Yeah, Geig. Yeah. 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 You know? People ask me if Jew is a bad word. Well, Lucy has a bit on it. It's the one. This is the one slur that is also the accurate word. It depends yeah. on how you say it. Yeah, so. fucking Jew. <laughs> or like, hey, you're a Jew. Jew. Tell me, uh, <laughs> this is kosher or not? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's fine. Jew. We call each other Jews. We're Jews. I am a Jew. It doesn't. Yeah, yeah. But it's just like how you say it. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, wow, that sounds great. And you went back to your room. Yeah. And then just started making out more, and then taking clothes off. Yeah. Yeah. For my, I just really enjoyed just I, I enjoyed mainly watching them just like making out. Just, yeah, that's pretty nice too. Oh, it's fantastic. you just like touch one of their backs as like oh my gosh, like one's going down to the other. Oh, forget about it. And then after a while, you just get in behind them and just like oh, I want some of this. Mm. Oh, it's fantastic. Oh, it's great, Ari. I can't tell you. Um, yeah, I'm actually th- I've got a boner right now thinking. About <laughs> yeah, the girl that soaked it up with me, she was like, I was like, wait, so when? Do I like do this? She goes, you're overthinking it. You're overthinking it. Just mm. whatever will happen will happen. I, I, I wanted to do it again because I think it'd be so much better. Uh, yeah. like the first time I was just so overwhelmed by the whole thing. I just kind of enjoyed it almost as a spectator more than anything. Right. Um, but it's just like being on a bit of drugs and being a bit drunk and just having all that f- flesh. It just, it's just the feel of the flesh. It, yeah, it's just great. I feel like probably like Roman hedonistic. It seems sport. hedonistic yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, There's people all around me. But So you did that once? Did that once. Try to get it going a couple more times, but it's hard work, man. Yeah. Especially for when we're apart so much of the time. But, uh, but Go, because she doesn't live in London. No. So you have a unique experience where you have an open, long-distance relationship. Well, that's the thing. Like If you were living, to, if you were living together in London like you did with your gal, I don't, uh-huh. know if we, I don't know if it would work. I don't know if I could... If we were in the same town. Right. And the open relationship has kept us together over the long distance. Now, when you say don't know if it'll work, do you mean you really don't know if it'll work or do you mean it'll be different and I have to work at it differently? Yeah. Okay. I'd have to figure it out again. Yeah. We'd have to come up with new rules. Thank you, guys. Yeah, don't bring it back to the place. Yeah. Uh, no Asians. Oh, no, no Asians. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, just a fundamental. There are usual <laughs> rules. Also, like, I, I, don't, I, I don't know if I'd be able to handle it, though, being in the same town as her and she's off having sex with some guy and I'm alone at home and I've just got to sleep alone at home while she's... That feels a little lonely. Guy. Yeah. I will tell you that there's a level of jealousy that in the beginning of the relationship that went down towards mm. the end of the relationship. It was still there, a pang of jealousy, but it would be way lessened and it wouldn't last as long. It's like, oh, mm. but... 
honestly, I felt the sort of same way here one night when I just came back. I was like, I'm not drinking tonight. I'm just coming back to the flat. Hopefully someone will be here. Hopefully Alex will be here with his wife. We can all hang out. Mm. You know, but when no one was, it was like, oh, yeah, I'm alone. You get FOMO? Do you get a lot of FOMO? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Sometimes fear of missing out. And this month is bad because there's just so much shit going on every night. This is how New York is. I don't know if London is. London's not a. London's more of a sleepy town, though, right? At night. Oh, oh yeah. It's, things shut up at like yeah. eleven. It's crazy. So in New York, Monday night, let's say. Mm. I remember this happened once. I was coming home from a from a from a place from a, a show. Um, it was like twelve fifteen, twelve thirty. I was walking off the subway with a guy, with this other comic, and we saw this group of like eight to ten, like you know, college age, maybe 25 year olds, whatever, going out. And it was this feeling like, should we be going out? <laughs> and it's like, yeah, in New York, someone's always going out. Oh yeah. So you yeah. feel, you always have that feeling of like, don't waste this man. People are going out tonight. No matter how it always feel. feels like New Year's Eve. But if, if you live in some, if you live somewhere like New York, do, do you not just get normalized to all that? You just go, does it not just become part of the scenery? Like, this yeah, just- sort of. But I also always end up going out. I, I, I've cooked like six times in my apartment. <laughs> you know yeah, yeah. But are you like gigging every night and then going out after yeah sometimes I'll go back to where just to go, sometimes I'll just go back home but if uh-huh. I'm done at like 12.30 or like on weekends if I'm done at like 1.30 mm. then it's like alright night's over but you guys actually have like bars where you guys hang bars out bars yeah stay open because yeah, we don't have bars really you have pubs which then close at 11 and then you have to go to fucking horrible nightclubs if you want to keep drinking yeah uh, LA not- is that Oh really? Yeah, all of the, all, all those are closed too. But uh, New York has actual bars and they have clubs. Clubs suck. Oh yeah. Just They're I just want to fuck it. The UK kills us on that. Just a place to go and drink and talk. A nice pub. Some oh, music, so, so UK, not too loud. You're saying you don't have that because I think you have. You no, have, New York has some. Oh right, so LA, right? LA, yeah. you don't have just a place yeah. to hang out. That's weird though because I think like LA would want to facilitate all like net networking and shit like that. Absolutely, too. you would. So are there not just loads? Everything of- closes it too. You get some restaurants open later, and that's right. it. Wow. Diners. Huh, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, I love a good late night. Just let's just drink more. Yeah, and Edinburgh is really good for this. Is one month where they're just like a couple of bars that stay open really late. Yeah. and just hang out. Well, those pop up bars are great. Yeah, in the venues and yeah. stuff like that. But even other bars. I went to Banshee Labyrinth. Oh yeah. Have you been there? Not not just to hang out. No. So they have a venue, but it's not night shuts down. So okay, so a girl here took me whatever mm. uh, to that. You you met a just met a girl whatever. Uh huh. Um, but she was like, let me show you a bar. I was like, okay, sure. You know, nothing has to like go down. It was just like, okay. Mm. And um, yeah, she took me there. They had this this uh, movie room where they just play different movies. So this rolling all night. Just, yeah, different thing. Maybe it's one. And I don't know, Matrix was playing. You, sat, you sit in there. Everyone's talking and drinking, mm. talking to each other. That's great. And then also watching. It was just cool. It's just like a cool, that's just one of the eight rooms in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Just sometimes oh, are fun places to hang out in bars. As long as the music's not blaring. Yeah, yeah. You can actually talk. Yeah, and the nightclubs just play such shitty music. Such shitty music. Why do I have to listen to fucking Pussycat Dolls? That forces me to be on Molly. Do you, well, yeah, exactly. Do, um, in America, do you have cheese, like cheese nights? I don't think so. <laughs> so it's like cheesy music. Oh, you only play oh. cheesy music. Like nineties, like Disney, like oh fucking, really? Yeah, it's huge here among my generation. Cheese, you got you got this cheese night. It's 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 so that you can dance and be sarcastic about it. Oh right! It's because we're so bad with our emotions here. We can't go out and dance genuinely to good music. <laughs> actually, we have to do it ironically because it's yeah. the only way British people can process any feeling is through a, 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 a filter of cynicism. 
and I fucking hate it and I hate cheese nights yeah. they're just awful and now like Chloe and um, a few friends have got me into like really good like electronic and techno and it's like this is the music I should have been dancing to this whole time when me and, t- and people have been making me dance to the Jackson 5 and S Club 7 oh right it's fu- was and just like, like haha noise. remember this yeah I got into a, I was at some music festival outside San Francisco and Nick Thune you know Nick Thune yeah, yeah, yeah. okay so he was there and he's like hands me a pill I'm like what He's like, just, yeah, man. And so it's like, okay. And it's the first time I saw this uh, guy, Pretty Lights, mm-hmm. the DJ. Yeah. And uh, understood electronic music. Well, yeah, this is exactly it. Before I first took, I had my first good MD trip, I listened to electronic music. I was like, what is this drone? It's just, yeah. it just doesn't stop. And then I got an MD. I'm like, this just doesn't stop. And yeah. I realized, oh, this is why they just, re- I've realized recently what electronic music is. Is you know when you listen to a song you like for that one bit that's really good yeah. and then the rest is kind of okay good techno just takes that one good bit and just repeats it again and again and again and again and again you just get to experience it over and over and over and over again yeah um and so i I really love it now and so like the other night we i've been i've been to two concerts here already like electronic music really and just on md just fucking great man you just feel so good me and my friend went to see at bonnaroo we saw um uh, whatever's left of grateful dead and I've never been a fan. I've always been like, ugh, garbage. You know, they have one song you know, and everything else is like, I don't need to see some band play jam for 23 minutes on a song. But man, when you're on Mushrooms, that's exactly what you want. Yeah. Space out. The beat yeah. stays the same the whole way. You just mind. And when they change songs, you're like, you come back a little bit. You're like, oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Okay, so by the way, when I tell you like nothing bad will happen to you, I mean when you're having the thoughts on Mushrooms, like something bad is happening to me. Okay. Overdose sign. Yeah. Tell yourself that you know as a sober person that that's not true, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then go back to being fine. But you, you can remember your sober self. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just like, oh no, I heard about this. That's a lie. That's a drug fucking with me. Because paranoia can be. I, I can get quite paranoid and weird. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not good for paranoia because I have anxiety anyway. So sometimes oh, really? I can come up. You can also with mushrooms. Oh, this is going to sound hokey. I never understood how to explain this to people. If it's getting too much, you just quietly out loud ask the mushrooms to pull it back a little bit oh really yeah it's like a Nietzsche thing you say you say a thing yeah yeah, yeah. perhaps that's what it is he's yeah. like hey guys mushrooms just this is getting a little scary can you just lower it a little bit right now and then they go okay yeah they don't tell you they just lower it they just get it done <laughs> okay cool 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 yeah yeah, yeah well I'll be so, I'll be with someone who's experienced so yeah. I'll be alright oh man also, um, be, also the Dutch people are so chilled out I think I'll be alright and also you won't be the first one like this guy's probably mushrooms no yeah, big yeah. deal yeah, I'm actually more worried about um, taking weed that's way too strong, like because they're they're making they're such. I love the people in New York who are like New York weed's not worse than LA weed. I'm like, yes, it is. I'm like, no, whatever. And then they come to LA, like, let me have you, let me smoke you some of my not even the best I have, just better the, the in reserve ninetieth percentile of what I have in my apartment. Yeah, and then they're gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, know, do you know Mike Wilmot? Uh-huh. You, yeah, sure. He's big into the party. He smokes a lot. Like, yeah, and I, I was Wilmot. I was gigging with him in, in Edinburgh outside the festival, and we just they put us up in a hotel, um, and he'd take a couple of puffs of this pure yeah, uh, blunt, sure. <laughs> and he'd go to the gym and do a workout. Yeah, high. yeah. And I take two tokes of this thing that night, and I'm done. I have to go to bed. I'm not making any sense. I forget how I start the sentence my, halfway through oh, yeah. the sentence, you know? Wait, what was I talking about? Yeah. What was I even saying? Oh, yeah. Before Just I even tolerance, man. Yeah. My roommate, who was my first big pot smoker in my life, uh, Aaron, uh, he said that whatever you're doing when you start smoking weed, you will just keep doing. So if you're sitting on your couch watching TV, that'll be the next that'll nine hours. Right. But if you're writing, you'll just keep writing. Uh, if you smoke right before you go work out, then you can just work out forever. Okay. 
errands, okay. whatever. Do you get do you get um, competitive with sex where it's like she's done it now I have to do it? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I think I think, but that's some, that's something that um, spreads onto other aspects of my life where I'm always looking. I'm a bit obsessed with the idea of um, balance mm-hmm. and and scorekeeping. Scorekeeping, yeah, yeah, yeah to, that's what it comes down to. Sometimes. I mean, I do the same in comedy with my friends in comedy. You know, or if they've done this, I, the part of me thinks, oh, okay, I need to match up to them by doing this. Even though you're doing other things that they're not doing. Exactly. Yeah. And then, but then I have to wait. So because I'm doing this and they're not, maybe that brings me up. And I know there's such stupid things to do, but you just I, some people just can't help themselves. And so I have that um, with her, and that's what this when she hooked up with that comedian, that's what it was to me to hook up with this other girl and, and hurt her with it. Right. It was to You hurt me, it. I need to show you what yeah, hurting feels like. Yeah, just to balance. Yeah. And it sounds so sinister. And you know it's not healthy, right? Or is it healthy to do that? Well, I did feel a lot better. Mm. I did feel a lot better. Okay. All you right. know, it's it's tricky. Some I don't know, we're just, we're weird animals. Sometimes we just need to do the bad thing. Yeah. And then get over it. You, you know that saying is how, it's, it's much easier to get forgiveness than permission. Yeah, so that I've kind of been doing some stuff in accordance with that, and it's it's kind of, it's kind of true. Because once somebody says no, I don't want you doing that. Now, if you do it, it's way worse than if you yeah. knew they wouldn't have wanted you to do it. Yeah, the worst thing guys do is ask their guy friends right when they break up, like, "Do you mind if I hook up with her?" Like, you don't care. <laughs> and it's like dude, they're not in a healthy enough place to tell you their real feelings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which yeah. are, please don't do that to me. I don't want to show you that I still care, but please don't do that to me. Yeah, I think it's a generational thing as well. I think. Guys are getting, or maybe this, I don't know, maybe just speak to my social circle, but I think guys are getting a little more what? open to talking. About their feelings? Yeah, I think so. As, as mental health becomes more talked about and yeah, maybe. As guys keep killing themselves, I think people, guys are starting to talk about it more, which is good. Yeah, guys got to start killing others. <laughs> uh, is there, you got to go soon? Well, um, yeah, in like five, ten minutes, like ten minutes, is that okay, cool? Let's see what we got here. I got some other questions. Uh, were there any unplanned pro- oh did you tell your mom and dad about the open relationship yeah. no yeah. well well so all my mother learns about my personal life from my stand up so last year I did a show that was exact, almost entirely about Claire. yeah I saw that yeah. And, yeah and you had an open relationship in that yeah and then my mom was there she, she came to one of the shows but she's never brought it up yeah she never brought it up yeah I think we, we she sort of operates um, don't ask don't tell kind of policy but she she you know i she, hope my parents never bring that shit up and I, I don't want to talk to them about that it's like no. it's just gonna make me not talk to you at all well think of she, she my mom was a bit of a hippie like in her time oh, really anyway. well she's very like she's pretty open-minded she's got a little more conservative with age i think everyone does but yeah. um but she's a really cool lady she's and we just don't really talk about that sort of thing really yeah yeah why would you yeah i just feel too embarrassed it's like i know like does a part of you feel like this seems wrong even though i'm fine with it i also know from my conservative former yeah. self that this is wrong well you know when i was we, we're, we're a catholic family and we're yeah. not really practicing but we, i grew up catholic i went to church for a little bit when i was a kid and and that guilt i think i don't think that ever really goes and so sometimes mm-hmm. sometimes you feel guilty just for doing something that's pleasurable and and, yeah, and, you, and you think oh this it's is almost embarrassing this can't yeah, this nice. can't be purely good there must be something wrong i must be doing something wrong to someone i must be upsetting someone yeah i must be upsetting some higher power by doing this and you're not and it's taken years for me to realize i'm not and that yeah. no one's keeping score and there's no there's no r- set of rule books in the sky that i have to live by and they're all trying our best and trying to figure this out yeah i'm a recent atheist not recent oh, really? but like i was bo- i was raised orthodox jewish 
No way with the curls and all that. No, that's a close to curls. Yeah, yeah. By the end, it was like I should start growing these out, and then and then it was like, oh no, let's do nothing instead. So your parents still pretty religious. Yeah, but a part of me still feels because of that childhood like repression of like this is wrong. Even just regular sex with a woman that I like, Mm. I've been out with. Let's say I went four dates with one and then had sex. Yeah, I still feel like "Eh, this is I don't want this is a little wrong. Right, but it's like I don't feel that way at all. Just like something deep in there. Yeah, yeah, and there's this we tell ourselves these narratives that aren't really grounded in anything real. But yeah. we get, we get, you get addicted to a narrative of your life and you tell yourself, I'm this person. This is the sort of thing I do. This sort of thing I believe. This is the sort of thing I won't do. And it changes. What you do and you won't do it changes every day. Yeah. So there's no point trying to... You ever see a comic who has a catchphrase that they developed their first year of stand-up? And you're like, dude, you were a shitty comic then. Why are you, why are you, uh, <laughs> why are you honoring that comic by still right. doing the stupid fucking catchphrase? Yeah. You wouldn't have made that now. Yeah. So don't be that guy or whatever it is. Like, dude, you made that decision when you were eighteen about your life, mm. and you're going to stick to it at thirty three. Yeah. Like, why? Why? Yeah. It's it's there's an arrogance to it. I, and I always have to. I've just learned to trust my current wisdom greater more than my to revisit. Past wisdom. I just just trust what I think now because I'm wiser now. So yeah, it doesn't matter what I used to do. Right. That's smart. Did they? Uh, what was I just going to say? Fuck. Sorry, I had it. I don't know. I don't know. Was there any pros and cons, like unplanned for pros and cons? Oh, I know what I was going to say. That's what people say when they say, I can never handle an open relationship. It's like, I think your 18-year-old self could not. But I think, to my guy friends, I'm like, I think you could. Now. You yeah, could now. I think you could, like, at first be like, well, is she going to? And then you'd be like, she's not. She's not going to go off with somebody forever. Mm. So calm down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but somebody's dick was there, but she wasn't a virgin when you met her. <laughs> yeah. She had sex with 10 guys. What's the difference yeah. of whether it's last month or next month? Yeah. Just yeah. like, you can. You can deal with it. Yeah, and and if you if you dig down deep enough, you probably don't even believe that it matters if a yeah. penis has been in that. Like, who cares? Yeah. Like, think of the places your penis has been and yeah. things that have been in your mouth and... You came out of a of a vagina that that a dick went into. Like, yeah. who cares? We're all, it's all just flesh and blood. Because guys who cheat too, they always end up saying, and I believe them. They're like, it didn't matter. It didn't mean anything. Well, exactly. That's it's exactly like, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Can't they also have that? That yeah. doesn't mean anything. Doesn't matter. Yeah. What's exactly. the difference? I don't know. Um, are there any unplanned pros and cons you didn't expect? The unplanned pros was um, have been about us just getting being closer than ever mm-hmm. and just really loving each other. This is your longest relationship? Um, you know what? I think I've not thought about. It. I think it is. I think maybe just by maybe like a year. This has been my longest relationship and my favorite and just the best and the most yeah. eye opening and exciting and like it still feels kind of new. It's just it's fantastic. It's really great. And I don't think that it it wouldn't be the case if we weren't open right. about it. The cons, I mean, the cons have been the jealousy, but I, I could have predicted that. Um, having to think about the, the health side, uh, it's fine. You could have expected that. Um, not that many un, uh, unexpected cons, really. I have a gay friend who's like a playboy, and uh, his boyfriend, he, he knows that he's cheating on him. But he was like, all right, one rule. Just please. Don't give me AIDS. <laughs> and Justin was like, I mean, all right. That's a fair, that's a fair, that's a fair rule. Fair rule yeah. and he goes, I'll try my best. Like, like, a no promises, yeah. but okay. I'll take that on board. Yeah. Um, the 
cons no they've really not been that's the thing that's why i think i've kept going is that there really haven't been any unexpected cons yeah um uh, well i mean sort of ruining um, ruining a comedian for me has been a bit of a, a con but yeah um so now if you think that happened now would you be able better able to handle it better able i think i still wouldn't like it. i still i think i still would really say it's no. sort of like this is my scene this is yeah, my exactly. scene like she's but this is thing. so this girl i hooked up with that annoyed her uh-huh she was sort of kind of in her social circle because she's a friend of a friend and went to the that same is university kind of yeah and the, and that's part of the reason i wanted to do it i think deep down uh-huh. it's really really calculated um uh yeah the scorekeeping has been a con to have to do that because now you're putting your mind to something you didn't want to yeah yeah and the pr- the pressure to because you think okay this is like this is an unexpected con you th- when you start doing you think oh this is great it means when i go out i can be free i don't have to worry about upsetting chloe mm-hmm. but what actually happens is you go out and you put a pressure on yourself to get with someone because you can Oh, right. Where you can't just relax. Like my married friends are yeah, like, it was, yeah, man, you enjoy yourself. Yeah. I'm, I'm so one of my favorite things about me previously being in a monogamous relationship is that I can go out and I don't have to think, oh, do I look good? If uh-huh. Am I chatting this girl up right? Is she, she going to want to fuck me? Or, you can just talk to people as people. Right. Because that, that aspect of your life is sorted. It's You're like, I'm not interested. Done. Yeah, yeah, it's done. It's not even... But that's cool. You, you, what did you do? You write comic books? Oh, cool. Yeah. How's that going? And you're not like faking it or trying to... Yeah, exactly. And then yeah. you end up um, attracting them more because you're not, not interested. trying so hard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fucking all cruel. It's so cruel. Like. Yeah. Uh. yeah. All right, buddy. This has been pretty nice. Yeah, thanks so much, man. I've loved this. It's been great. Yeah. I've really enjoyed talking to you. I really want to find out who that fucking comic is. You got yeah. a week, man. That bothered me too when I, well, not knowing, you know, but like if, if when my wife at the time, we got married with the first open relationship, but it was like, uh, oh, and I was dating another girl at the time. Mm. And then, she found out I was dating other people and she was like, she got real mad. And she, I was like, well, look, I'm just not, I don't think I'm want monogamy anymore. And she was like, fine, fine. Just don't, I don't want to hear about it. Just don't tell me. And I was like, okay. And then I dated some other person. And then the other person was like, do you want to get married? I was like, no, nah, fuck it. Sure. And so then the first girl was like, you got married. What? <laughs> and I was like, you said you didn't want to know about it. And she's like, no, but you got married. Like all these comics are telling me you already got married. I'm dating you. I'm like, I mean, I see why you're upset. But <laughs> that, that is one of our rules, actually. No marriage. Um, no marriage. No marriage without other people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, That's no. quite a big one, actually. Like, no kids, no marriage with other people. Like, well, you didn't mention this, but I feel like now I should say it. Like, please don't get married. That's so funny. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right how can people find you online and stuff oh i have a website at philwang.co.uk because i'm a fucking patriot philwang.co what's a co what is that co- um co- co- commercial why don't they just do dot uk oh. do they have those no i don't think so dot co dot uk co dot uk so if you put in philwang.com what comes up i th- redirect think it does i think so but just more importantly just my twitter just, uh, what at, is that at phil n wang What's the N for? Nathan- Nathan- huh? What? Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Nathaniel. Nathaniel Wang. Phil Nathaniel Phil, Wang. Phil N. Wang, yeah. Um, I want to see what comes up. PhilWang.com? Yeah. I think, I think we have... It's going to be some real estate broker. Or like, I think there was an electrical engineer. Who did it? Who has a Who did a mirror? Who has a PhilWang.com? Phil N. Wang. All right. No, nothing's coming up yet. We'll see. Well, that's even worse. Um even worse that nothing comes up oh what here we go 
No. You God, who the hell's that? The Philippines. What? Wong Fu Productions, Manila Philippines. Oh yeah, he's this American Cico. guy. Wong Fu. Phil and Ted. Maybe I should buy. I should probably try and buy the domain. Yeah, Joe Rogan. You know who that is. Yeah. Uh, so somebody had JoeRogan.com. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, can I need? I need that. I'm a, I'm a comic." And the guy's like, "I'm a real estate broker. I need it. Everybody had it working." Yeah. He was like, "How much?" And the guy was like, "Like hundred fifty thousand dollars. I need this." And Joe's like, "Fuck that!" And so he just got JoeRogan.net. <laughs> but it still bothers him, I think. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. .org. When you have to go .org, that's <laughs> it's like why? Even like government places shouldn't do that. Um, all right, Phil. Thank you. Thanks, Ari. Thanks You're for having welcome. me, man. Yeah. See you next time. Yeah. That is the episode. That's it, everybody. Hope you enjoyed it. Very good, Phil Wong. Very good. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when I could ever go back to a monogamous relationship. I mean, it's just like, well, I know I'd be like, well, this is nice, just the two of us. But then I'd be like, that guy, Anthony Weiner, the former senator, then mayoral candidate, fucking sent another dick pic. Not a full dick pic. To be fair, not a full dick pic. Not a full dick pic. Before he sent dick pics. I think the way he got busted before was he accidentally, on Twitter, he was trolling for chicks on Twitter. People do that. He was trolling for chicks. Somebody reached out. He reached out back. You know, eventually DMs go, and he tried to send a DM to somebody of a picture of his dick. I guess he's got a great dick, too. I don't think it was one of those, like, hey, let me just make a first move. I think it was one of those, like, oh, you would actually love this. It's, I mean, I know it's mine, so it seems self-absorbed, but, like, I know where where I can show you a picture of a perfect dick. I mean, just perfect. It's It's a gorgeous dick. Yeah, I mean, it happens to be mine. Yes, yes, yes. It's mine. Anthony Weiner's. But it that's that had nothing to do with it. And so he sends these dick pics, but instead of as a DM, he sent it as a, as a, as a at reply. Everybody saw it. His wife, his wife's all embarrassed. She's running the Hillary Clinton campaign now. Twist. Anyway, he makes it right with her, with the wife. You know, they're working it out. He's on the mend. On the straight and narrow. Because why? Because he changed. Not because he wanted to, but because he got caught. And now he knows. When a guy gets caught cheating and then says, okay, I'll stop cheating. he's He's not not cheating because he doesn't want to anymore. It's because he got punished. And he's afraid of the punishment. So it's not like if somebody got caught stealing. If they got caught stealing, let's say you got caught stealing, you know, what, what does it matter? And why can't I think of anything? Shampoo. 
shampoo. Let's say I got, oh, I forgot to get a picture of Joe DeRosa's shampoo. God damn it. God damn it. I had a whole fucking month. Shampoo, shampoo. I had a whole month. Sorry, everybody. Darg. No one reminded me. It's more your fault. So if I get caught stealing shampoo from a from a CVS, from a from a pharmacy, and they catch me, the police punish me, I stopped doing it because I went to because it means I went to jail. That's my phone, obviously. Because otherwise, how could you hear it? How could it be that loud other than a fucking 2004 phone struggling to take in a, a text message from 2016? Doesn't even know the technology could exist. It struggles to breathe every time it comes in. Can we just say that Gravity 3 is far inferior to the uh, than the Alias 2? Obviously. I mean, obviously, the Alias 2 is a far, far better phone. If not for it only being available on Verizon and not... T-Mobile, I would still have it. But there was no reception in my bathroom. And they're like, was there anything we can do to get you back as a customer, Mr. Shafir? Well, there's no reception in my bathroom. Have you called customer service? I I don't see what that would do because nobody with Verizon gets gets reception from my bathroom. Should I connect you with them? Why? For what? Because no one with Verizon gets reception in my bathroom. What if we cut you a percentage deal? Uh, Well, that's not... I mean, well, that improve the reception in my bathroom because I can't talk or send texts when I'm taking a shit. I like to take a shit and then text and I can't do it. I got to hold my phone way out. I hold it up against the door while I'm in the bathroom. So maybe get like a little over reception to get the, like that's not fun. I can't talk. Okay, well, if you ever change your mind, just come on back to Verizon. We'd love to have you. Okay, but why would I? So, wait, where was I with all this? The phone rang. I was talking about DeRosa shampoo. Shampoo? Oh, yeah, you're stealing shampoo. So then the, the cops catch you, and they put you in jail for a week. You know, or a day. And it's really uncomfortable. And now you know, hey, if I got caught shoplifting, I'm probably going to go to jail for a day. And actually, the, probably the, the fine will go up. I'll go to jail for a couple days. Second offense. So I got to not do that. But you know what? If not for them, I'd probably keep stealing. But here's the cool thing. With stopping a guy from stealing, uh, you need to do that because stores don't want to get stolen from. You know, they need to protect themselves somehow. Oh, is it the same way with cheating? No, not really. Not really. Oh, here's why it's different. Here's why it's different. Here's why it's different. Because the stores don't exist on the idea that people don't want to steal from them. To the stores, it doesn't matter whether or not they want to steal from them, as long as they don't steal. Their desires, they're not claiming any sort of loyalty to the stores. They're not claiming a a lack of desire for their products at a a lower price. In fact, that price would be zero. They don't care one of the other stores. They just want your business. But a husband and wife, a boyfriend and girlfriend, you say you don't want the person to cheat, but you don't want them to want to cheat. Once they want to cheat, that's that's it. So if they stop cheating just because you just because you caught them, they'd still be cheating. Their their desire to fuck another person is still there. So Wiener gets caught, and they're like, "Oh no, I'm gonna be better now." Which is like, "What? Are you kidding me? 
I mean, anyway. And so for some reason, they let him keep his Twitter. The thing he was going to reach out to chicks on. He was like, sweetheart, I mean, I know, I know. Trust me, I messed up. I, I almost lost you. I never want to do that again. But because uh, he's got a desire, you know? He's got this desire to get back on that tweet box and get some sweet young puss. Sweetheart, I... I am very sorry. I think you know how sincere I've been, but I, I, I do need, I need Twitter for work. It's uh, important. I'm a public figure. I need to maintain a public image. I will not be doing any of that stuff anymore. I, it's the furthest thing from my mind. I've completely lost interest in, in other pussy because you, you found out that I was trying to get other pussy. So, so that makes me no longer want it. So please tell me, to, I mean, trust me when I tell you that I, I, I have no desire to reach out. Even though I would have been anyway, if you hadn't caught me, I for sure would have been on there. But now I, I will not be on there because I don't want to anymore. And so she let him have his Twitter. They all, all those advisors like, yeah, get back on there. You can just run, you can just have one of those things that uh, Mr. Weiner is going to be appearing. You can have one of those Twitters, one of those impersonal Twitters. People have those. It's not, it's not unheard of. It's like that fucking Penn State guy. Remember? Remember the, the fucking child molester for Penn State guy and he couldn't accept it? Remember that interview? And he was like half accepting it the whole time it was going on. <gasps> and then he wanted to be in his backyard because his backyard overlooked a playground. And he's like, I don't see what the problem is, but I can't just... Because they wouldn't let him go to his backyard. Because I can't just enjoy... I'm under house arrest. I can't enjoy... What's the reason I can't enjoy looking at the kids? That's what he said. What's the reason I can't just look at the kids and enjoy it? Yeah, man. That's the issue. Vanderkamp? What was his name? No. What was his name? Not Paterno. Cy Sims? No. So, um... So they let this wiener guy have his Twitter back. You know, gets to episodes his old ways pretty soon, but now he knows. DM, make sure it's a DM. Double check, it's a DM. Okay, send. Right? So then he got caught again. I don't think this one was he, his fuck up. I think the fuck up was him trusting somebody. He got caught. So it wasn't a full dick pack. It was him with some of those Under Armour pants on. They were white. His baby by his side, no shirt on. Baby by his side. Like, like in between his like waist and, and upper upper uh, leg, and then the way his fucking beautiful, luscious cock is hanging, and his pants, you can totally see the outline. You can totally see. It looks like something that fucking Chinese waiter made, you know, for your fucking leftovers. I mean, it's just this bulge up. I mean, it, even through pants, you guys, it's like. Whew, you lose your breath a little bit. I took that trick up to up to that park where the conservatory is, and you get over that hill, and it's just all hills behind you. City on one side, just countryside on the other side, and it stretches on and on and on forever. And by the light of the morning and the crispness of the air, oh my God. I mean, oh, I had to breathe like... Like that, it's just like, you, you really, honestly, you lose your breath. But not like when you stare at Anthony Weiner's cock. Oh, that is like on another level. 
Right? So you're asking a guy like that. Like that to stay monogamous. And if you can't, it's going to fuck up your marriage. But he wanted the marriage. He just also wants to fuck some hot young puss. He's got a monster dick. He can't keep that to himself. Well, if you love me, you wouldn't do it with anybody. What? Why make that the rule? If you love me, you wouldn't play basketball with anybody else. It's just as arbitrary. No, because that's not something you do with your girl. So? If you love me, you wouldn't see movies with anybody else. I like that Weezer song. I want a girl who laughs for no one else. To me, that's cheating. I don't care if somebody puts their paws on you. I'm going to go out with this Leonard Cohen song about somebody listening to his, his woman fucking in the other room at the hotel next door and him being totes cool with it. Don't forget London on Saturday. Still some tickets left. All of Scandinavia. Go to arithegreat.com for tickets. Oslo, Norway. Reykjavik, Iceland. Bergen, Norway. Copenhagen, Denmark. Stockholm, Sweden. Then Tampa, Chicago. And one night in Denver with old material in Denver. I don't like to go back to a place before I have at least 35, 40 minutes new material. So I'm only going there because it's their anniversary. They asked me to. So it's on the website. Don't, so don't expect new material. It, so if you didn't see me last time, though, for sure come out. And then don't forget my special, November 2nd through the 5th. Come that week, everybody. One show only. Don't come to more than one show. But come from out of town if you want. Come to one of them. And then do some fucking Austin shit. Um, yeah, I just think like polygamy is the way to go. I mean, there is something though. There is something worth getting so comfortable with one person that you just don't even, you just don't even think about anybody else. There's pros and cons to all of it. It's not like I'm going to say it's all cons to monogamy. There is that thing. But then it comes with such fucking anger and resentment and fucking awfulness with it. That I just want that release valve every once in a while to be able to like, let me just go fuck somebody else. I'll appreciate you more that way. And no let me. There shouldn't be a let me. It should be like, you do what you want to do. If you want to fuck somebody else, that's your sign that you want to fuck other people by you wanting to. So you should just didn't do that. Yeah. I mean, you do it with somebody, then you, do, you start getting heated with them, and then you do it with somebody else, and it, just, it kind of goes away a little bit. But, you know, over time, if you keep doing it with the one person, and then occasionally do it with others, you still stay pretty close with that one person. You know, this this got to balance it. It's like Coke. You got to do it like three times in August instead of fucking 20. It's probably, probably should have said three times a year. Um, all right, you guys. I'm done. I challenge you to give it a chance if you're thinking about it, an open relationship. And don't just say, I can never do that. You know, some things are hard. Change is hard. You can fight through it a little bit. That's what I found. You fight through it for a month or two, and then you're in this cool place of like, oh, 
Yeah, it wasn't really a problem. And I would tell you this too. If you are thinking of going into like an open relationship and you want to talk about rules and stuff, I would say like revisit the rules every once in a while. And don't spring it on people right away. Like, hey, let's talk about the rules. Tell you like, hey, next week, let's talk about the rules we have and see if we want to change anything, if we want to do anything different or, or how we're feeling about it. Just bring up anything. That's not a bad idea to tell people through emails first or texts and then let them react on their own and then deal with it. Because there is that one reaction right away and there's another reaction, you know, the next day or even like an hour later. Because first, like, what? No, no. And you're like, okay, okay, calm down. It's nothing. It's nothing. Relax. We do that a lot in life. And you realize, oh, I don't care. But it takes a second sometimes. All right. Should we stop? Let's stop. Um, thanks for tuning in, you guys. Sorry it took uh, an extra week to do this one. It's too hard, Edinburgh. But I do have a few saved up. Craig Campbell's back. We got a really good one. Um, with these three guys about Spain. And then, um, oh, Henry Rollins is coming up. Got a good one in Edinburgh. Got four, three, four, four, five, five total. All right. Bye, you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Goodbye. The walls of this hotel are paper thin. Last night I heard you making love.
Yeah. Uh-huh.